it's like a comedy duo. They like yeah. talk over each other and with each other, and they're they're just kind of talking like nonsense. It's like they're and... podcasters. Yeah, it's like they're <laughs> podcasters. User wins. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Alphanumeric, the weekly podcast where we review every episode of Reboot ever in order, starting from the beginning. I am one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I am one of your other hosts, Cal. And I am the other other host, Aiden. What's going on, guys? Oh, you know, not too much. Just uh, pretty excited to sit down and talk about Reboot. Yeah, it was quite a wild ride going back to episode one. Mm-hmm. Especially after watching some of those uh, uh, later episodes, because I find those are the ones that I go back to more often, just because the, honestly, the show is a lot darker as it goes on, and the CGI is a lot better. So Yeah, of course. And one of the things that uh, I think would be fun, I'm just going to run this by you on on air is i think spoiling the episode that we are on is fine but it'd be interesting if we kind of like don't mention anything beyond the episode we're talking about uh just in case uh people well other like my partner is watching it but if anybody is actually like watching the episodes renewed and they haven't watched them in 25 years It'd be interesting to bring up the topics as they come up rather than get too focused on what's to come or things that haven't happened yet. Just just an idea. I thought I'd run by you. Yeah, like let's pretend it's 1994 again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only we could do that. In, so I'm in scrounging up $10 to buy a Pokemon card pack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, um, I've been a fan of this show since, uh, the day it originally aired, uh, before we get started actually talking about the episode though, I would like us to each, uh, explain like, you know, how we got into reboot, uh, what our relationship is with the show and, uh, uh, Aiden, uh, why don't you go first on that? Sure. Sure. Why not? Well, uh, yeah, I was just starting the third grade. And, uh, you know, I, I just remember sitting at home, seeing this strange name on the TV listings and uh, just watching, watching some TV and uh, being very curious about Reboot. So I switched to it and uh, automatically taken in. The animation was super weird. I didn't know what to make of it. I just could tell it was all computerized. And uh, it would just kind of took me by surprise. So I just kept watching it and uh, was immediately hooked. It was a That's, mind-blowing experience. It was truly mind-blowing experience. Truly alphanumeric. <laughs> alphanumeric. What about you, Cal? I'm the oldest of my slew of siblings and all of my cousins. And we either lived a few doors down or at one point all in the same house. So kind of leaving YTV on all day was a thing. And yeah. And somebody was just like, Oh guys, like check out the show. Can't even remember which one of like the six or seven. And of course, if you include friends in the mix, sometimes there'd just be 10 kids in the house. And I remember it was a group of like six of us like watching it wasn't the first episode 
I can't even remember which episode it was. And like my cousins loved Frisket, the dog, Enzo's dog on the show. Um, I wasn't old enough to like girls, but I thought like Megabyte was genuinely scary. Mm. I say I'm not old enough to like girls because as the show ages up and as I age up, I realized I did. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was just like six of us like watching this kind of like in silence in between laughing. I thought we were pretending it was 1994. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I should talk so with s- more of my lisp. Is what <laughs> is what you're saying? Yeah. Did you have anything uh, anything more to say on that? Not oh, the lisp. Easy. The, uh, your, uh, relationship. To <laughs> it reboot. was e- it was easy to be hooked on it, right? Because until Beast Wars came out, what other like three completely 3D animated show? with such good voice acting and such good action, like was there to grab the like eight to 12 year old audience. Like, Oh, for sure. I can't, I can't really think of anything other than cartoons, but nothing like 3d animated. Right. Well, and indeed reboot was actually the first, uh, computer generated series to, uh, air on television. Uh, it was not the first computer generate fully computer generated cartoon, however. Um, that is erroneously, often erroneously, through some research I was doing for the show, is often erroneously attributed to VeggieTales, which premiered in December on home video in December of 1993. Now that didn't sound right uh. to me. That didn't sound right to me because I remember something coming out before that. I remember uh, Money for Nothing. Uh, well, yes, and Money that for was... Nothing was indeed, uh, it was a music video for a Dire Straits song uh, yeah. from 1986? 86, 85? Somewhere, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, uh, it was actually animated by the guys who would ultimately go on to found blt productions which eventually became renamed uh, mainframe entertainment yeah which are was the studio that created this beast wars beast machines shadow raiders but what the first computer animated uh, fully computer animated special was was back in may 1993 there was a pilot for a series and i remember watching this there was a pilot for a series uh, based on a toy line called the Incredible Crash Dummies. Oh yeah, I yeah, that show. yeah, yeah. Um, it uh, a pilot for it was made. Uh, it wasn't picked up, but Fox Kids did air the pilot as a special, I believe, on May first, nineteen ninety three. And I remember watching it, um, and that was the first fully CGI thing I had ever seen. And indeed, it was actually the first fully one hundred percent computer generated. Uh, half-hour cartoon um but, but reboot still holds the distinction of being the first uh fully cgi series mm, cool for a second i thought you were talking about um one of those like psa's the one who's like hi i'm blah blah the robot i can put my arm back on <laughs> you can't do you remember nope. that like play I- safe I, I do, yeah. Don't yeah, you they, put it in your mouth and all that noise, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they actually used uh, uh, crash test dummies for those. Yeah. 
But no, I uh, there was a toy I line. You were talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> there was a toy line in the the early '90s called the Incredible Crash Dummies, and they their gimmick was uh, they had a button. They were crash test dummies, and they had a button on them. And whenever you press the button, all their limbs would blow They'd off, fly apart. Oh, yeah. okay. I used to have a couple. I remember that. Yeah, and they uh, there was a vehicle that was like a taxi crash test taxi cab, and. Uh, you could wind that up and sh- uh, it would launch at a wall and then break apart and the dummies would. <laughs> yeah. Amusingly destructive toy line. <laughs> I, 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 I love those. I had a couple of them. They were great. Yeah, I had I a lo- couple of them lost too. all the limbs. So, yeah. <laughs> there was even a uh, crash test uh, or incredible crash test dummies. No, this is not, <laughs> has nothing to do with the band. The crash. Yeah, test I was going to say, I keep hearing Aww. Superman. uh no they um uh yeah there was even a video game based on that uh uh, for the super nintendo and yeah anyway this isn't a a podcast about that this is a podcast about reboots uh just thought that that was some interesting background info yeah Uh, absolutely my relationship with reboot was and this is uh I'm really going to date myself here. Uh, I remember reading when I was nine years old in probably would have been in August uh, 1994. I remember reading the fall preview edition of TV Guide, TV Guide magazine. And oh, yeah. Were, yeah, yeah. There was a, a little blurb about Reboot and it had a picture of Bob uh, in like race car get up. I remember I that. Like, and I was like, oh, wow, this is like uh, computer animation. This is this is cool. I'm going to check this out. So I looked at when it was uh, airing and it was uh, September 7th, 1994. So I, uh, I marked my calendar and tuned into YTV that day and fell in love with the show. Interesting. Sweet. So you actually just randomly happened to spot it in the TV guide. Cool. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like it. So longstanding uh, history with uh, with this show. <clears throat> So this week, uh, as this is the first episode of Alphanumeric, we are going to be reviewing the first episode of Reboot that, as I mentioned, originally aired on September 7th, 1994. The episode is called The Tearing. Uh, the Tearing. Cal, why don't you get us started uh, talk recapping the episode? Oh, boy. So it starts very busy right away. <laughs> yeah. Right away, our protagonist, Bob, is getting chased by a couple goons on, like, hover tanks. Viral binomes. Yeah. (laughs) And one of them is red, and one of them is blue. And they're going, they have, like, a back and forth between each other, kind of like, I can't quite pinpoint it. They're, like, chasing him. Again, they're holding on to some sort of really cool looking, like, hover tank and he's on a hover board bob and they're talking back and forth and they're like he's confined he's confined he's trapped he's trapped yeah we're gonna get him (laughs) (laughs) and it shows us what what mainframe is and it's this big 3d kind of like cityscape that seems to be floating that seems to be on an island with like all this energy just going out into infinity so right away, like if this is the first episode you ever watch, you're like, "Whoa, what is this? This is really cool." I find a uh, mainframe kind of looks like a CMOS battery on a motherboard. Oh, is that on purpose? 
Ah, uh, probably. Yeah, I would assume. <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah. It must be. <laughs> it must be. And they're like, "He's trapped. He's trapped." Yeah. And Bob kind of turns to the camera, all cool, like, and he says, "I don't think so." And he does the <laughs> the most subtle dodge in anything you'll ever see. He just kind of like moves towards the camera a few feet. <laughs> and these these two he goons says, he says slow clock speed or what <laughs> yeah slow clock speed or what oh. and like a like a disney cartoon of course they're flying right at him but at each other hoping to i guess pincer him and he just like lazily like moves <laughs> out of the way after saying i don't think so and of course they completely smash into each other the hover tanks blow up and the um they're called hack and slash these two yeah. blue kind of like goons they're just in pieces just limbs falling everywhere yeah uh, and like, actually the tanks don't explode i think they just hit each other i think you're right i think they hit a <laughs> the, wall the tanks keep going and they they smack into each other because they're hanging off the tanks <laughs> question for you aiden yeah. uh, hack and slash which one is which because i've never known I believe the blue one is hack and the red one is slash. Okay. Also, does it matter? Uh, <laughs> apparently it does. They get really upset at Bob at one point, but that's in another episode. Um, yeah, not a 1994 of, episode. Can not, well, yeah, 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 in a 1994 <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah, um, they, they, sm they smack into each other and they're like arguing with each other, which means they can fall completely into pieces and like still a, be fine. They're like the Laurel and Hardy type, but there is no straight. There is no straight man. They're both equally stupid. They're they're, both <laughs> they're the... always always bickering and yeah, <laughs> it's just great. It's your fault. I hate it. I hate it. I hate you. Oh, I can't feel my arm. Yeah, there's no straight man. Yeah, that, that's there's, a good there's, way there's this no that's straight a good man. They're both idiots and uh, they're megabytes goons. Yeah. It, it's like they were both at one point in uh, their previous careers, like they were both part of a comedy duo and they each had their straight man uh, and through shenanigans, like they lost, they both lost their comedy duo partners and ended up getting stuck with one another. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Wow, and this then, is way more than I ever thought hack and slash, right? Before. And it's just a coincidence <laughs> that they happen to look exactly the same. Uh, yeah. Well, one's red and one's blue. Well, one's red and one's blue, yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're um, long-lost twins. I hope so. I think we have theorized about Hack and Slash to a degree that no one else in the history of talking about <laughs> Reboot has ever done. Or ever will again. <laughs> or, or ever will. I actually... Actually, I remember when um, when I first got into Reboot, my my uh, my grandmother caught wind because I was like eight or nine at the time. My grandmother caught wind that I like it, and she started um, uh, recording all the episodes. And eventually, she started watching them, and she started comparing them to various acts she grew up with, and she just thought they were hilarious. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is very. Uh, very apt these 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 analogies so yeah <laughs> interesting yeah you can use them for such a multitude of different like com comedic situations oh yeah especially since they can't die uh yeah exactly so the slapstick humor for potential for them is enormous <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, what, Bob sees them on the ground. He's just like hovering on his hoverboard over them. And he says, sorry, guys, end program. Oh, yeah. That was it. <laughs> yeah. I, better I love next cycle. All, all the computer puns. Just amazing. It, it's pretty great. Um, yeah. Question. Mm. Uh, did any of you naturally, without having to look online, figure out how much like a nanocycle or a cycle or a megacycle was? Or did you not care as a kid? <laughs> I I didn't care as a kid. I just knew that they were ridiculously shorter than a second. Yes. Yeah. Christopher, actually, did you ever piece that together? That, that actually kind of makes sense, given that they uh, they are just little bits of pro program and code living inside a computer. It yeah. makes sense that time would move at a very at a very different pace than the real world. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what happens in a couple of seconds in a computer for us. Yeah. It's an entire episode for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, and it makes sense um, too, because like think about how much more quickly, even back then, a computer could process information than a human being. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. This is not the supercomputer. <laughs> <laughs> uh so Christopher, what did you think of the villain being introduced? In a 3D window that pops up in front of Bob. Oh, yes. Like, uh, do you feel like that's that kind of is a weak introduction for a villain? Yes. Uh, or do you so, think that's okay because it's building up to how dangerous he is? Uh, it's essentially the equivalent of introducing uh, a major character by them phoning someone, which, uh, as someone who studied uh, screenwriting and storytelling in university, that is a terrible way to introduce a character. Which is why I specifically <laughs> asked you about that. So, uh, Also, Megatron... you, tip you typically want to introduce a character on what's called a isolation shot. Yeah, which, which is why this, this actually surprised me. Uh, for the listeners, uh, I almost said Megatron. <laughs> Megabyte. <laughs> Megabyte is this big, Different podcast. bulky... <laughs> this big, bulky strong naked blue um sprite with a xenomorphic like elongated the back of his head a really huge strong jaw and like oh, i never even thought about that yeah yeah and a bolted on like interesting hair <laughs> like red <laughs> hairstyle that like follows his like elongated head and he pops up in the window this is the first time this is again we're in the first like 15 seconds here <laughs> people um and he pops up, and and he, I do I can't do an impression. <laughs> I'm just saying, but Bob. he says, "Yeah, Bob." Oh Very God. few people a... can can pull off Tony J. Tony J. You know, is Tony J. can pull off Tony J. And I think <laughs> there's been one other person who's come close. Okay, so quick sidebar: um, <laughs> that god awful show uh, reboot, The Guardian Code, that came out a couple of years ago. Oh, I pretend oh, that oh, doesn't yeah. exist. I Let's pretend, pretend it doesn't. It doesn't that, I know what you're going to best. say. I'm ashamed that it was shot in Victoria. The uh, the I unfortunately own the entire series on uh, Google Play Video because it was on sale for like two ninety nine for all twenty episodes. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. sure, why not? There's twenty episodes. Jeez. Yeah, there was. Yeah, um, but uh, spoilers for that show that no one gives two shits about. I guess um, not great. But. but uh, megabyte i almost said megatron there as well uh megabyte shows up in that 
And unfortunately, Tony J is no longer with us. He died quite some time ago, back in 2007, mm. I believe. Mm -hmm. But the guy that they got to voice Megabyte in Reboot the Guardian Code is the best sound alike of Tony J I've ever heard. Really? Right? Yeah. He... That's why earlier when I said, other than tony himself there's one other person who can do a pretty good impression yeah it's not perfect but it's it it's pretty damn good i gotta say that is the only praise i will levy against that it's, dumpster it's a fire good, of a show and the the inflection and how he sounds is mm -hmm. very accurate to him as well mm -hmm. uh, uh yeah so so megabyte is on a uh it says window. vid window yes yeah. It's, yeah. it's a 3d like little window hovering right in front of bob catching him unawares and he says bob all i ask is a simple favor and you put us through all this why i do like the visual here of the camera panning around bob and the vid window and when it pans around we see the other side of the vid window and it's just the same shot of megabyte yeah on the side of the vid window that's facing oh um cool i think that happens in the diner or does it happen in this scene do too uh, i think it happens in the scene I think it happens well. a few times but because this is a vid window but later there's a double-sided vid window that mm. we see that happen in perhaps i'm getting ahead of myself um <laughs> which which is which which is which is understandable but this is a normal vid window and so Megabyte complains and he this says, This is vid window level one. Yeah. <laughs> level one. Yeah. <laughs> this is less energy to produce than the double sided vid window. And he's like, Why are you putting us through all this, Bob? And Bob says, Because I never do favors for slime. Just a theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a theory. And he kind of has this impression because, by the way, the chair in the vid window behind him is much like his hair. It's this yeah. like spiky flared like throne that he sits in. And uh, mm -hmm. he makes a mob boss comment like, oh, you're just making things difficult for your friends. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Bob's <laughs> like, what are you talking about, my friends? And he's just like, think about it. And he has this worried face on him. So he's right away, the impression I get is, oh, he's kind of like this comfortable, like wealthy mob boss with like a weird hair haircut <laughs> that that is kind of, i i never actually thought about it that way but yeah that is kind of the the vibe that megabyte is giving off here yeah at least in this this episode mm -hmm. um and then later on we find out that in this episode we find out like he's very physically terrifying mm. <laughs> like he's not a normal sprite he's always a virus exactly yeah and uh, uh very animalistic, the way he can like just kind of bound I like up that he an just, elevator shaft. Yeah, I like that he's he's just naked and he owns it. He puts his hands on his hips, like all the other. A lot of <laughs> other sprites, like they have clothes modeled on them. And speaking of clothes, we have it cuts to after it shows Bob being worried. It cuts to this like high rise 3D apartment with like tubes that remind me of Futurama. And a giant fucking eight ball on the top. And a yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> because reasons? So, Aiden, why is there an eight ball on the top of Bob's apartment? I have, I have, I have no idea. Christopher? <laughs> I've, always, I've always loved it, but I have no idea. And it spins too, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it definitely does, yeah. 
<laughs> Christopher, um, give me your theory. <laughs> or do should we just go, you know what? We don't know. Let's go um, on. Is it because it's cool? I'm going to guess that that might be some kind of revolving restaurant. Ooh, that's cool. And like the uh, diner. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like the uh, the actual number eight is like a giant window for guests oh, to look out and gaze upon uh, mainframe. That's canon. Yeah. And it doesn't look like this is like a cheap. I, I don't know. I don't know mainframe. I don't even know if they use money. <laughs> but uh, we we zoom in through his his window, and Bob's asleep in an energy pool. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just thought those were his covers. Oh, are they just like cool looking blankets? Uh, yeah, I guess unless because um, it looks like energy. Yeah, it's kind of like pulsating, like blue energy. Maybe yeah, he's just kind re of recharging. I don't know. It's kind of engulfing all of him, uh, with the exception yeah. of his head. But it's like it is kind of chilling out, like almost like a liquid. Yeah, even, uh, even uh, behind his head. But so uh, I, maybe it's like it it heals them. Uh, maybe it's like a stasis thing, and it helps them sleep. It's cool looking. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah, and uh, energy replenishment, kind of like a uh, in Star Trek, like the um, regeneration pods that the Borg stand in. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. stand there, close their eyes, and they, they get healed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So a vid window pops up. And I, I find an this alarm funny. Clock on it. It's <laughs> like an old fat. Yeah, it's just an analog alarm clock, like uh, ringing loudly. Yeah, and it wakes Bob up and it's like. He looks pissed. He doesn't even get a chance to press fucking snooze because he gets like, hoisted out of his bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually wish this was kind of a thing, honestly, because it would. Really I would help. I would break my ankle a week into <laughs> owning a bed like this. <laughs> so, Christopher, um, can you explain the mechanism that we're looking at? It, it only shows it for a while, but it's actually lifts out of the bed. Yeah, and it's 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 person shaped, like it's not a square out of the bed. It actually has like a little area where his head is. So as oh, long yeah, as you yeah. don't move, it just has enough room for you. And he actually has a poster above his bed. That's another vid window. <laughs> I don't know if you guys caught this. <laughs> I don't it's think this, I caught it. I didn't it see says, that either. It says "Home Sweet Home," and again, it's got like the little scroll. So it means maybe you can look left and right and up and down, kind of like when you have um, a window open, but the the image is too big, so you can scroll left and right and up and down. Mm. But what it is, is it's a picture of the net with all of the individual, like, um, not mainframes, but all of the individual little systems. Systems, thank you. And there's a red molten orb and a blue smaller molten orb in the sky. And we know he's from the net. And he's, he's the new sprite in town. Yeah, he says it right in the intro. Yeah. <laughs> I come, I come from, from the net. The net. <laughs> Um, I didn't notice that there was a, a sun and a moon in the net. Oh, I yeah. didn't. It's in this that. little home sweet home thing. Uh, when I was rewatching it earlier, uh, not Monday, I had watched it a few days ago, but like earlier, I paused it here and I'm like, oh, that's cool. There's a sun and moon in like the dark purple sky. Huh. I, no, I've never, I've never cool. even noticed that. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, it's at. Uh, approximately like two and a half minutes in. 
So do you guys think he's like a downloaded like antivirus program? That's kind of always what I thought of Guardians were. Yeah, it's basically antivirus programs. And you actually download them, which is why they're they're from the net. Uh, as far as I know, there was a Microsoft Bob, and I think really? it had to say, I think it had something to do with antivirus. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, let me just look this up real quick here. Oh well, while you're looking that up, you've always thought that, Christopher. Yeah, that's kind of always been my takeaway from it. Um, your what you said about uh, oh. uh, him being downloaded from the net, like that's. That's not even something I had considered. So that's that kind of adds another layer to it right there. Yeah, he he's an antiviral program, but instead of like going to a brick and mortar, uh, the owner of this computer like must have downloaded it because they do get help from the net sometimes, but it's always like kind of rare. So it's kind of like the, whoever owns this computer has AOL and they use it sparingly. <laughs> so, so he's tr- so you're saying Bob is trialware? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. You, Which you means can, he's going to be useless in uh, six months or so. You can download the software, but eventually you're going to have to go to Radio Shack and buy the uh, the three and a half inch floppy disk. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Microsoft Bob is not antiviral. <laughs> it was released in 1995 on March 11th and was discontinued in early 96 um, because it wasn't very user-friendly. Successful um, product by the sounds of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, okay. So I heard about that. <laughs> but it's not what I thought it was. Never mind. And it also but came that, out after Reboot. Yeah, exactly. So that's so maybe, interesting. Maybe, that's what it, maybe this is what it was named after. Possibly before it's uh, launched, like an homage. Maybe. So his his bed flips him out into another room. We find out in development (laughs) it was codenamed Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Code, (laughs) and then they released it as William, but that didn't have the same ring to it as Bob. Actually, its codename was Utopia, but yeah, I'm just reading. I'm just reading. (laughs) So. He's fully clothed. His bed platform flips him into this little like side room with a mirror onto a uh, uh, circular conveyor belt type thing. Oh yeah, that's going all the way around his like condo. It's like a car wash. Yeah. Yeah. So he just needs to stand. Yeah. Actually, that's a good point. It is like a car wash. It is like a cylinder of water like comes from the ceiling, (laughs) hits him, and disappears into the floor. Yeah. He's wearing his clothes. So I know I said Megabyte was naked in everyone else's clothes, <laughs> but maybe there's no such thing as... Cl- Wait, no, they do change clothes later. Hmm. I, I, okay, I never, well... I never thought they of Megabyte They don't have is... sweat glands, so... Yeah. I think realistically, right. like, it probably would have just cost too much money to reskin the uh, the Bob model. Oh, honestly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's much easier to keep cartoons and animated animated models just the the same thing right mm-hmm. unless you're hack and slash then you show off by smashing them into a hundred pieces of course so he continues on the conveyor belt and like like a salon perm like machine comes down <laughs> over his head it completely envelops his head for a second and then lifts back up 
and he instead has, of having silver he, hair, he, he has, has gold hair, gold p- pigtails. Yeah, he, he has, has like Goldilocks. Goldy yeah, <laughs> I. It's funny, but I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it, it's, it's just cheesy humor. <laughs> it and yeah, he it, catches it, it's a something glimpse. that would. Yeah, it's something to make like nine year olds laugh. It, it made me <laughs> laugh. Just for the absurdity of it. And there's a mirror to his left, and he very briefly catches a glimpse of himself and actually looks, like, very surprised. So clearly that's not his morning <laughs> routine. The AI for the uh, Alexa screwed up his, his hairdo. <laughs> and a vid... I wonder how much privacy people have in mainframe, because a vid window pops up right in his face with Enzo. Um who we don't know yet, but he's a child of about 10, and he has green-colored skin, and he has, like, little shoulder pad things, and he yells, Bob, we need you at Dots! It's terrible! I can't do a 10-year-old voice. This is really weird, and I wanted to ask Christopher <laughs> if, he thought, if he thought this was cool. The camera zooms in to the vid window, and then instead of just zooming in on the vid window, we actually, on Dot's Diner, we actually like relocate with this zoom in. And I actually thought that was kind of a cool scene transition. We like zoom in on the vid window and we're at a different space. Oh, yeah, that is. Uh, I'm looking at it now. Uh, that Yeah, that's a really cool uh, scene transition. Yeah, I, I like that. It's a lot more natural feeling and it's like kind of cool, kind of shows off, keeps the flow. Uh, Dot's yeah. Diner, even though this is the first time we're seeing it, I actually thought it was like stylized. I didn't realize it was all broken and messed up. <laughs> and the tea was supposed to be there, and the diner was supposed to be all jangled and stuff. And Bob comments and says, all that's the a new one. All over the place. Yeah, there's, well, that's when I realized, oh, okay. But I kind of like the tea like hanging down, the diner all messed up. But the broken windows and the tables thrown out them kind of. Um, also confirmed my suspicion that Megabyte is this, like, mob boss. A mob boss. Nazi. <laughs> uh, there's a dog blocking the way to the diner. Yeah, a, uh, comically, uh, with a comically misproportioned head. His head yeah. is yeah. half of his body. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> it's huge, and he's got, like, a studded collar. Because this is the 90s. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes to step over the this dog, and he growls. And you actually see a little, um, like a little reboot symbol, the little badge he has on his chest, yeah, also yeah. on his boot, like uh, a boot it... buckle. Oh, Bob! Uh, on Bob, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's also on. Um, it's also found on each of the uh, foot panels of the uh, zip boards. The thing that Bob was flying around. The oh, are those called thing. zip boards? Yeah, yeah the zip they're, boards, they're called yeah. zip boards. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they're on cool. each of those. The cooler yeah. hoverboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the hoverboard that works. Yeah. <laughs> so this dog growls even though he's asleep, and Bob Seriously. looks at the camera. Boy, does he look at the camera a lot, and he says, yeah. "Right." <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think of? Is his name Cecil? See, well, he says Cecil. Mo- uh, like, so, I think it's Cecil, right? Yeah, it's Cecil. Well, that's that's what he says, and everybody else calls him Cecil. Yeah, Bob always calls him Cecil. Um, not to get too uh, ahead of ourselves, but it's a bit of a becomes a bit of a recurring joke that 
Bob always calls him Cecil, and uh, Cecil sort of. is like is like it's pronounced Cecil. Cecil. <laughs> Cecil. <laughs> um, interesting. So <laughs> we Bob cut. climbs through the window. We we cut well, <laughs> we cut inside of the diner, and Cecil is like an old like eighties like Apple monitor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and kind of. He's yeah. connected to the ceiling, so the only mobility he has in the entire world of mainframe, the entire city of mainframe, is this on rails, um, oval circuit around the diner. And mm-hmm. I'm like, when I was, wa- I just like I said, I rewatched this. I haven't seen it in twenty years. I'm like. That's his life. <laughs> he lives in <laughs> he lives in the diner. Um and, and people can't even be bothered to pronounce his name properly. No wonder he gets so uppity about it. <laughs> right. And he's a man of culture. So for the listeners, he has a French accent. And in the DVD um copy that I'm having, it tells you in accents, French accent. This situation, she is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, are you actually um, watching it on DVD? Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, I, I have a DVD, a way to access the the DVD copy. Yes. I'm um, watching it on Tubi. How are you watching it, Aiden? Uh, I'll be really honest with you guys. Downloaded it years ago. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. So Christopher, um, I said he's connected to the ceiling and that he's um an old Apple monitor from the '80s. Uh, but he also has like a french mustache he's got like the the kind of like greased back like hair that's kind of fallen in front of him a bow tie and then just these like robot appendages with cuffs Mm -hmm. like he's he's unique looking already Mm -hmm. apart from all the other sprites so yeah, sorry, Christopher. You were saying Bob climbs through a door, or sorry, <laughs> no, he, uh, he, climbs he climbs through, through a broken window. window. Uh, and then uh, after he climbs into the diner, uh, we are introduced to a, another new character. Uh, this is a fully grown woman, uh, also with green skin, much like Enzo. Mm-hmm. That's and, sister. She, and she says to Bob, "Ever heard of a door?" And then, oh, that's behind, right. Behind Bob, comes the zip flying, fl- The zip board comes flying it through the window and <laughs> lands on the floor, just mangled and destroyed. Uh, and Bob looks to uh, to Dot, uh, the the woman that I mentioned. Uh, Bob looks to Dot and says, "Ever heard of a frisket?" <laughs> Which actually made me, was a line that actually made me laugh when I was watching this the other day. Yeah, I, I liked that. It's it's interesting. Aiden had said this earlier. There, it is humorous even to watch as an adult. Mm-hmm. You know, like it. It's not like it's aged so bad. And I think it it's aged really well, actually. Like yeah. I'm still amazed at how good it looks. Oh but, yeah. Considering like, are... thinking back to like like remember uh, what computers were like back in 1994. <laughs> yeah. Like someone yeah. making this. Someone making this now with like a like balls to the wall gaming pc it's like yeah okay but like making a show that still visually is watchable as this show is on like 1994 or 93 presumably uh like early 90s just 
purely DOS-based computers. Like, it's yeah. kind of incredible. Well, from what I understand, they actually started working on Reboot in, uh, I think, 89. Mm. And uh, they released a... Well, they didn't release a pilot. It was in, it was in 91 or 92. And the producer was like, mm, looks a little frigid. Can you make them more lifelike? <laughs> and everybody was like, oh... And uh, eventually they perfected it and released the first one in 94. I think I saw some some early uh, test footage of uh, I think it was supposed to be like Bob and Dot. And they were they basically just looked like a bunch of blocks walking around. Yeah. Yeah. There was a there was one, I think, where it showed like Bob was originally this head on like a stick body. It was, like a, it was like a green head on a stick body, but he had like a backwards hat. It was what what's now Enzo, basically. And um, he was he was actually zipping around a circuit board on a surfboard. Um, this is like before mainframe and all that. And started talking. Yeah, it was it was it was it was basically the whole pitch that they were going to pitch to. the. It, it was it was the idea that they were going to pitch to the network. Uh, mm. Which and then of course everything got revamped and they created reboot. Um, Thank me- God. Megabyte was originally called Bad Data, and it was <laughs> it was it was just it was just it I was. You're gonna say Bad Dad. <laughs> bad Dad is the enemy. Um, bad Data, and it was all very very like blocky, and it, it was surprisingly good actually. But uh, yeah, thank God they changed it because I would not have watched it if it were still <clears throat> like that. I but, actually, yeah. I actually kind of appreciate the like the the meta nature of a name like Bad Data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes here. more sense than Megabyte. Just it saying. does. It does. Yes, it's true. It doesn't sound as cool, but it does make more sense. Yeah. Uh, so. so... So, yes, let us let us jump to Enzo. Um, I'm not gonna. I, huh. What he says here doesn't matter because he's a hyperactive t- ten year old. Yeah, but so I, I find we, his design really interesting. So so Bob is uh, uh, after he's all like ever heard of a frisket. We hear a child's voice yell out, "Bob!" Bob. And Bob looks to the side and the camera goes to a point of view shot of someone running toward Bob <laughs> and colliding right into them. Oh, and that's then, right. Yeah, it does is, show us from Enzo's perspective. Yeah. Which is which is his, his uh, standard way of approaching. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he tackles Bob. Anybody, yeah. yeah. So he tackles he Bob. actually, he gets a front mount on him. And if you're into MMA, like he's... That's surprising. Like he's yeah. <laughs> he's got him completely defenseless, basically. And I'm like, wow, good good going, kid. He he yells a bunch of stuff by, oh, Megabyte's goons came by and they they messed it up and they showed up at the diner and it was like, uh, what did they say? Uh, they started to completely offline the place. Oh yeah, that was it. That's I enjoy the right, the yeah. weird jargon and the camera slowly zooms in as he's like sputtering off things. He's got purple irises. He's got like purple yeah. eyes. He is and then one I think hyperactive child. He yeah, he goes nuts and he's like, crunch, backlash, delete, trash, log off, <laughs> jack out. And he just starts saying a bunch of random computer terms. Like 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 somebody pretending they're a hacker from the nineties. Um and he's kind of like kicking and like dancing and doing some sort of TikTok thing. Um and his, I'm 
Dot yells at him and she's like, I think Bob gets the picture. And then it zooms down and it shows he's been doing these like kicks and like karate like slices and jumping up and down like on Bob's chest. Um, one thing I, I want to point out, uh, that we didn't mention about when you were talking about, uh, Cecil's look is his icon. So everyone, like we, we talked about the reboot icon already. Everyone in the show. Yeah. Uh, they, they all have them. Uh, Cecil's is rainbow colored. Oh, oh it that is? is true. That is yeah. true. So. Here's this dapper Frenchman with a uh, a bow tie and a mustache, and his uh, his icon is rainbow colored. And this was 1994, so I'm not uh, possibly homosexual. There you go. There could be some gay coding there. I'm gonna yeah yeah. I'm gonna say. Let's not put him into a box, even though. Even though he's he, a boss. He is one. <laughs> <laughs> Even um, though he's literally a boss. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. His name, ta- uh, his name tag says Cecil. And yeah, his little like triangular like reboot icon um, has a little, in- it's actually really cool design and it's rainbow. Good, good catch. Yeah. That's, that's funny. actually cool. I, I saw that and like it just never even occurred to me. Huh, cool. Yeah. Anyway, just thought that that was worth bringing up. Yeah. So Dot's like picking up a table and she's like, what I want to know is who did this? And right away, like I even remember thinking of this as a kid and I'm like, how many like mob bosses are in this town? (laughs) (laughs) And Bob says, it's got to be Megabyte. And uh, to to push the, the plot along a little bit, everyone in the diner is like, hey, if it's you got a problem with like Megabyte, like tell us what the problem is. We want to help. And he says, no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'm the guardian. I'll, I'll take care of it. And they insist in the diner when everyone is all like, is all like, yeah, we'll help, we'll help. Yeah, 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 yeah. Enzo has like the most hilariously smug, self-satisfied look on his face. He, he, <laughs> he does. That's right. <laughs> and. <laughs> and he I think there's to... actually a gif of that out there. there. There is. Yeah, he's like wagging his head all all smug like and it cuts to the other people, presumably um not necessarily staff but other sprites that are kind of like volunteering to clean up uh yeah, prop... diner. Very community minded. I, I, I always I assumed know, that they so were yeah. yeah, they were they were just patrons who were there yeah. like they were regulars there who were helping out cuz they like dot and they like the diner. So, as, they, as they say, in mainframe, we stick together. In mainframe, yeah. we stick together. Yep. These sprites are very different than Enzo and Megabyte and like Dot and Bob. <laughs> These yeah. sprites are orbs and like, um, like, re- like cubes, like stacked three, cubes. Like, three piece rectangles. Three, yeah, three like square pieces stacked up to make a rectangle mm-hmm. or just like a little like orb with like a little rotate center thing so they can look or up and down a tetris piece <laughs> uh the the line blocks are four are oh four. are they yeah no. um well, all of the tetris pieces that. are all the tetris pieces are four little blocks mm. four little squares i mean um, i'm one of those anyways, rare, 
I'm one of those rare <laughs> Philistines that doesn't like Tetris. I always found Tetris really boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all of the Tetris pieces are made out of four squares. But any, anyways, yeah, they're they're little orbs and they're little stacks of of cubes. And they're like, yeah, tell us, yeah, we'll help. And they're all like gung ho and community based. One of them's got like a little um, tool belt and that kind of thing. Yeah, and as Aiden pointed out already, uh, they're called binomes. Yeah, oh, those are called binomes. Yeah. Okay, Bob, so Bob, Enzo, and Dot are sprites, and uh, Old Man Pearson and all them are <laughs> are binomes. So yeah. why, uh, or maybe one of you can tell me what's the difference between other than appearance? Is there a difference between binomes and sprites? Or is it just appearance? Uh, I think it's just appearance. I, I honestly don't know. I think... Um... I'm going to look up what a binome actually is. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good idea. <laughs> uh... So do you know the, the, the term for like sprites in, in gaming? I do not know. Christopher's looking up... Uh, Christopher's looking up binome. Binomial net. Oh, weird. It's a. But uh, but uh, like, there's a few things that sprite means. When I was a kid, I only knew one of them. I knew that like a sprite was like a term for like a a fae. Do you know what I mean? Like an elf or like a fairy or something. I always knew sprites yeah. as being uh characters in 2D animation, like. Um, and that's the 2D exactly. Yeah, and that's the other one. I was when I got older, I'm like, oh, a sprite is like a a graphic that can be moved on the screen. Yeah, it, yeah, that it makes sense. Consists of an entity. It's it's an an entity that's supposed to represent something. Uh, so yeah, it's interest. Uh, but I don't know what binome oh, means. Okay, so binome is probably uh, comes from uh, binom binomial, which is from algebra. Mm-hmm. Uh, which refers to uh, consisting this... of two terms or parts. Yeah, it's the expression or the sum of um, uh, like two two parts or two terms, right? Yeah, you're probably looking at the exact same page that I am right now. <laughs> oh, I'm, is... I'm not looking up any, <laughs> anything. Oh, okay. here, here is the, the reboot definition, oh. uh, which I found on uh, Fandom. Uh, the reboot wiki. Um, binomes are small mechanical people that inhabit most systems. Oh well, that They're, doesn't help us. <laughs> they, no, they, really. they are they are they are one several types of formats found in cyberspace. Binomes come in two varieties: ones and zeros. Okay. Ah, that's why. Yeah. Some of them are vertical blocks that I, resemble a one, and the others are spheres that resemble a zero. Completely from, makes sense from binary. Okay. There you go. Uh, stacks and cubes have one eye. The zeros are shaped like a ball. You're absolutely right. Holy cow. Yeah, and the ones tend to be the more common than zeros. So, yeah, there are more of the square ones than there are of the uh, not square ones. Yeah, right when you said ones and zeros, I'm like, oh, okay, binome, binary. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, I get it. Oh, <laughs> we, we are learning things on the air, listeners. And uh, Megabyte's viral binomes are blue with green eyes. But they otherwise look the, the same. They, they, yeah. they, they, just look, they just look all the same, just megabyte colored. Megabyte is um, like a dark metallic purple. 
Yeah. By the way, like sky blue. Co- I thought it was like cobalt blue or something like that. Or yeah, sorry, not sky blue, but like cobalt blue. I guess yeah. is a better. Megabytes uh, viral infected binomes are also called the ABCs. Are they? Yes. Which yes. I find kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because uh, it's a subtle jab. So um, this show was it originally a co-production between YTV and the U.S. Uh, broadcast network ABC. Mm. Um, but Mainframe Entertainment ran into a lot of uh censorship is issues and like notes from the network from abc specifically um so much so that they after i think i believe it was after the first season abc actually canceled the show and the show just lived on on ytv and eventually it got broadcast in the states on other channels but uh so uh, particularly from, I know I'm jumping ahead here, but particularly from like season two onwards, there are a lot of jabs at ABC. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that like petty, like competitiveness. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So to to progress here, um, uh, it it goes on, and they they convince Bob not to do this favor for Megabyte. He Megabyte hasn't said what it is. It's just they're all like, no, don't don't converse with the mob boss, please. And he's like, okay, okay, I won't. And Cecil comes up behind him on his like whirly platform. And now I'm seeing, yeah, up close, uh, his little his little reboot symbol is like rainbow and actually like really cool design. And Bob's is gold and black. The Guardian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Enzo's is he wears a backwards cap, by the way, everyone. And his is on the uh the back of his it was the 90s a backwards cap was cool he's a cool skater dude you know he is yeah and his little symbol is um on his forehead so the the back of his his hat and i think dots is on her chest like above her heart as well yeah generally the um the uh uh i believe they're just known as icons or they just called icons yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I believe generally most uh, sprites and binomes icons are on their chest. Yeah, Dots is sorry. Dots is actually right in the center, almost like a necklace, but there's nothing mm-hmm. going around her neck, like at the top on the top of her chest, in the middle of her chest. Yeah, or sorry, yeah. the top of her chest. And so they all cheer, and they're glad that Bob isn't. They're glad that Bob isn't caving and like cooperating with the mob boss, and he starts. <laughs> like shit talking <laughs> megabyte and, and he's so like yeah, does, we'll yeah. show him we'll edit backslash cancel his command i'm not afraid of oh geez old, old mega breath old Me- mega breath <laughs> and meanwhile at, of course as he's <laughs> talking shit about megabyte a double-sided it actually says at the top of the the vid window it says double-sided vid window pops up behind him yeah (laughs) pops up behind him and he just kind of stops kind of like you know when somebody's like behind you and he slowly turns around (laughs) and he makes this like scared face and he goes bail and he just runs (laughs) even though it's just a vid window i like how the vid window at the bottom straight or and the side actually has straight up has a uh scroll has scroll bars yeah it's got little scroll bars and this is when the camera pans around because he's like, oh, my, my, looks like you had an accident. 
like pretend being all coy. And as the camera pans, this is the scene Christopher was mentioning earlier. There's like a mirrored image on the other side of the double-sided vid window. And the words double-sided vid window are actually like in reverse as well, which is kind oh. of cool. They're showing off their their, uh, yeah. their 3D effects. Animators are showing off. And like a mob boss, he's like, oh, if there's anything I could do to help you with this accident, please let me know. And I'm like, okay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. And yeah, I think... So it- so yeah, yeah, so he he is in this uh, scene in this whole exchange here. He straight up is being a mob boss because this is like racketeering type shit. I, exactly. Oh look, it's a shame that your place was messed up. If only you had paid for <laughs> protection. Yeah. And he's like, if there's anything I could do, please tell me. And uh, Enzo, he's kind of like hiding behind Bob, and he like leans out and he's like, you could erase yourself. <laughs> and and uh megabyte is like hmm charming <laughs> and uh he he coerces him into doing into doing this like small favor so if he just works with him he can this won't happen again mm-hmm. and but then like, oh shit yes well, let's warning. jump right to the oh shit <laughs> <laughs> warning incoming game so the sky, yeah. the sky in mainframe goes dark and purple, and we hear an alarm, and a female voice is like, "Warning, incoming game." What so if a you're fortunate wa- return of events. Yeah. So if you're watching this for the first time as a kid, you're just like, what? "What's going on? <laughs> what?" <laughs> Warning, incoming game, and the sky turns dark like a, a dark purple and lightning is striking. Like it's just some scary shit. <laughs> Presumably the, like the binomes are probably scrambling to get out of the way. And as we'll find out the game that comes from the sky is this big purple, like uh, I don't know what a cube. rectangle version of a cube is, <laughs> but this big, like long cube descends from the sky and just like, envelops part of the city quick sidebar uh when nintendo back in the day announced that the uh, <laughs> yeah that the i think it was codenamed the nintendo dolphin was going to be named the nintendo wow. gamecube uh, yes yeah I, I laughed immediately especially when they showed it off too and that it was purple yeah <laughs> yeah purple it's a cube <laughs> that's the first thing i thought about too that that's good. I d- I did not think about that, but yeah, it's a purple cube <laughs> called yeah. the GameCube. Yep. Um. So we cut to Mega, or again, I almost said Megatron. <laughs> we cut to <laughs> Megabyte, not through the vid window, but just straight up Megabyte. Yeah. To uh, we cut to Megabyte's lair, uh, and he's in his like chair thing that kind of looks like his weird headpiece type thing yeah and he spins around you... yeah and go, this, go ahead this, this is actually the first time we're seeing megabyte in full for the first time in person and not through a vid window dude has no legs yeah thank you thank game. you he, he is, is attached like... to his chair by a ball joint yeah so his yeah. lower torso his upper torso by the way is a huge jacked like 
nude male. Like he's got huge biceps and shoulders and like huge pecs. It's interesting. It's interesting you keep saying that because I never thought of him as naked. I just saw him as like a ripped like robot, like android type thing. (laughs) Well, I'm sure when I was a kid as well. Never thought of him as like a naked guy. <laughs> so, I kind of um, always thought think... of him as a robot too. It's funny. Yeah, he's got like huge pecs. He's got like a skull tattoo on his chest. <laughs> on and he's got you know, like a the green the, the, skull the, tattoo. The, the, the viral, the viral skull, I believe it's called. And, and uh, the bottom, like Christopher said, the bottom of his torso is a ball joint. Yeah, and he's just chilling, connected to this hover chair. And I think there's a scene in, in the first, what was it, the first episode? Where um, his, leg, his legs come up out of the ground. I and don't I, know. No, I, think, I think that's no? later. Oh, okay, never mind. We'll stick yeah. to this episode. But yeah. <laughs> so oh. Megabyte uh, says, oh, how gratifying. I want three legions in the sector to watch for Bob. Uh, so he has legions, which is we're now finding out. We're like, well, three legions. <laughs> what is that? Are those the names of those like giant hover tanks, or like does he have army of people? And um, yeah, he's nodding to someone off screen, and of course, for some reason, he had to have have better lieutenants. There's the completely healed again, completely like put back together, um, hack and slash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah they always... were these big armored like like binomes but the way they move around is their torso goes into this little rod and a little like like ball joint and they just roll around you know what they actually kind of remind me of like just just a like kind of passing resemblance their basic design is gizmo duck from ducktales yes yeah, that's what oh, I thought of too. Yeah, because Gizmo Duck has that single tire. Yeah, but he has this huge upper body with giant like shoulder armor. Yeah, and like their their basic um, shape is essentially a uh, inverted triangle. Yep. They they they're they're good goon shapes. <laughs> oh, they have a little <laughs> antenna, just a little antenna right in the top of their head. So does Gizmo Duck. Hmm. Which of these shows came out first? <laughs> uh, DuckTales, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> but an antenna By is several nothing years. new. An antenna is nothing new. I just realized um, that the, the blue one's mouth flashes red and white, and the red one's mouth flashes blue and white. Oh, really? Yep. Huh. Cool. I already noticed that. Yeah, cool. Also, like, yeah, I... yeah, we're gonna get him. Yeah, yeah, you tell him, boss. We're gonna get him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something I'd like to point out about the blue one, uh, hack or slash, whichever he is. We'll never uh, know. <laughs> Aiden uh, has told us, but we will hack. never remember. Hack. That, that's hack. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's hack. Uh, so he is voiced by Gary Chalk, who a couple of years after this would go on to be the voice of Optimus Primal in Beast Wars. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which, if you want to hear oh. talk about Beast Wars, check out me and Cal's other podcast, Too Much Energon. Yeah, we're going to plug our other podcast. So if you like Beast Wars, go check that one out. I did not know. That does not sound like Optimus. Uh, it, it's him. Wow, that's cool. So, Voice yeah. actors. It's like they have different voices <clears throat> or something. 
Okay, so sorry, I just got to put this one to sleep. Uh, the blue one, the blue one is slash. Oh, the blue one slash. Okay. Yeah, the blue one is slash. The red one is hack. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm on reboot wiki. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what's dumb is I actually have the reboot Wikipedia page open, and I just realized I could have just looked at it. Who knows what their names <laughs> are? I'm just saying we'll never, ever know. <laughs> they're, they're hack and slash. <laughs> so we uh, follow Bob, who has a new zip board, by the way. Oh, I guess these things are just lying around mainframe. Yeah, apparently. And it's kind of like a cool cyberpunk shot because the sky's night and there are all these like electric, like almost rails going across the sky and they have little yellow zero and ones zipping down them. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And he's running off towards this giant cube. So for the if this is your first time watching, you're like, oh, it's OK. The cube is a game. It's scary. And he's racing off to go get it. And those hover those uh those hover tanks like show up and interesting are the tanks themselves they're the legions or is like a legion a group of tanks i don't know what is a legion uh, in military terms i always just assumed it was like a multiple number of units and a unit is about like that's 10 to 20 soldiers that's what i thought too Christopher is going to He's uh he's getting to the bottom of this. He's getting to the bottom of this. Uh so Aiden, <laughs> yeah. It zooms in and these these hover tanks um kind of like surround him. This is when we get a good look at them and they're obviously very heavily armed. Oh, like yeah. they're cannons sticking out of them, missiles. They have like spotlights on them. Like these these are dangerous looking devices. Yeah. So why do you think he's not or actually, well, you know the answer because he needs Bob. But like, the he could he could take over. He could like, like invade like mainframe. Why do you think he's kind of like in a mob boss position? Why is he didn't megabyte? hurt anybody? Yeah, megabyte. Like, what? He never hurt anyone at the diner. He's got these ta hover tanks. Like, he could be a little bit more forceful. Do you just think it's because it's a kids show, uh, or do I you think, think he's he just needs a... the city? I don't think he really needs the city. I think he wants to set up shop in the city. I think he's just your genuine bad guy for no real yeah. reason. Just <laughs> bent on bent on system domination, if you will. Okay, so sorry. Viruses. Uh, sorry, go on. Uh, a legion is a group of soldiers comprised of are from a specific ethnic, national, religious, or ideological background. Oh. Okay, so a legion is just a, a large group of soldiers from a similar background? Yeah, basically. All like the all, same motivation? All representing the same thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good so definition. So an army. So an army. Yeah, yeah. Ba basically, yeah. yeah. So these, these hover tanks, they like super block Bob from getting in. I was saying to Aiden while Christopher was looking that up that they they look like they're heavily armed, like they they have missiles and like uh, like a, kind of like gun on the front. And instead of just shooting Bob, they just kind of box him in and surround him in the air. Who's funding this? 
<laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> you know? wow, like, how much bank does Megabyte have? <laughs> like, how many shares in mainframe does uh, does he own? <laughs> like, he's the sh- he's technically the shareholder. He's oh, yeah, sorry, the CEO. <laughs> yeah. So at um, this point, do we? Like, do we like we know that uh, Megabyte is trying to prevent Bob from getting into the game, but do we know yes. why yet? No, we don't. The, just that uh, all of his legions, like his hover tanks and hack and slash, <laughs> are stopping him from going into the game. Yeah, but we don't know the why. We we don't know why yet. We don't know why yet. No, yeah. No, in the background, there's ads for it looks like company they're on like a uh, building <laughs> yeah. it says bodway b-a-u-d-w-a-y yeah what is that bodway uh it's actually a take on a uh gentleman's club i believe in in uh somewhere in vancouver i don't know it's <laughs> someplace i remember looking this up a while ago uh but it's actually there is give me a second here I got a. Did you did you know what Broadway was? No, I didn't even notice that honestly. Yeah, it just seemed Broadway. like kind of um like a, a mall district or like a um like a large kind of like shopping mall area, except that they're on multiple buildings. Hmm. Broadway. Yeah. I think it's also a play on Broadway. Yeah, that that's, would be that's my what guess. I thought. Yeah. yeah, but there was also some reference to. Uh, Ah, oh, come on. There's nothing. Why can't I find it? <laughs> I, I looked this up, too. It was a couple of years ago, and it was something to do with uh, with some some play on Broadway or some some club. It's, it's food for but thought. It, but, it, but, it, but it was an ad, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's food for thought. Bob is kind of, like, splayed out in, like, a cartoonic fashion over one of these hover tanks, and he falls, yeah. but, like, he's not moving. Yeah. And so Little move- kid me sees him falling into the darkness, and I'm like, <laughs> "Is he gonna die?" <laughs> uh, so moving forward a little bit, the uh, the GameCube touches down. The uh, uh, Megabyte's forces, his legions, uh, were successful in blocking Bob from getting in the game. Yeah. Uh, at this point, we go to commercial, and then we come back. Uh, do you guys remember the the uh, the commercial transitions? Uh, whenever the show would go to commercial, it would go to like a blue screen with the reboot logo and it would play the music and it would be like reboot. We'll be back after these messages. Yeah. 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 And it would play it on the, on the return as well. It would. Yeah. Beast Wars did the same thing. We now I always found that weird. Even as, even as a child, I always found it weird that it was telling us that it's going to commercial and that it would come back. I wonder if that's, there's a tested marketing that kids will stay and wait until the commercials are done more if they put those in than if they didn't. I think it's also probably to hammer in the point of like what show you're watching to a child. Right, by repeating the name and the music over yeah. and over as they watch it. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so we come back from commercial and Bob is all like, oh no, no. And he's looking at this little thing. Oh, he's on. looking at this he's, thing on his wrist. His, his yeah. glitch. Yeah, he's yeah. looking at glitch. His guardian key tool. What uh, a wacky thing he's looking at. And all it's really oh. show. It has this little. Everyone has on one now. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Looking at all the game stats. 
but all that's showing on the screen is just a purple GameCube floating around. <laughs> yeah. With this like, gadget taking random ooh. like readings from it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we hear a and Bob doesn't look happy. And then we hear a female voice be all like game over. The user wins. And then the cube lifts up and goes back into the sky. Yeah, so th this is an interesting um, topic for discussion. I don't want to linger on it like too long. But oh boy. <laughs> the, the DVD um, subtitles I have and me growing up, I always thought the voice just said, game over, user wins. But Christopher hears the female voice, the, the mainframe voice, say the user wins. In the Aiden, first episode, it says that, yeah. Aiden, how could, why do you think there's a, this like contention between the voice saying user wins or and the user wins? I the contention? Yeah, I looked online and apparently I, I didn't a know ton about of this people Cal brought it, brought it up. Yeah. It? A ton I, of people think she's just has an accent or she's overemphasizing the word user. Because she's saying user wins, but I, Christopher hears the user wins. So, I, um, wh what do you think? In the first episode, I definitely heard the, but in all the other episodes with the with the GameCubes, I only heard user. I checked a couple of other episodes uh, watching it not on Tubi because for whatever reason Tubi doesn't have subtitles. But I they're automated, on, yeah. But I checked on Crave subtitles through Crave mm. and Crave. Uh, always adds another syllable. Sometimes it says the user and uh. sometimes it says a user. <laughs> but there's always another syllable there. That's interesting. I honestly I I, I think uh I would have thought they would use the same sample uh for every uh one would think so. Yeah. Um um the DVD copy I'm watching it says game over period user wins period. Hmm. Huh. I think it was just written, and uh, in the first episode, they just went with it. With uh, just that, I just I just thought that again, was interesting that we time... hear different things. Yeah, it's just weird because like the uh, the first episode, that's the only time I ever heard uh, an extra syllable. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, um, um, it'll be something to look into, though. It's almost like that. Like, what was that? That Yanni and. <laughs> laurel <laughs> laurel like some people yeah. hear laurel and some people hear yanny it's it's interesting because uh, uh uh it depends on the frequency of which you hear it well i'm mostly deaf so maybe that's why i hear user wins <laughs> <laughs> well, it says laurel wins um, oh, right. yanny <laughs> wins. <laughs> um, but uh no yeah, I, I yanny wins next episode yeah okay <laughs> that's fair <laughs> <laughs> um so to, to get back Yanni. to the the point yeah. christopher was making <laughs> the matter at um, hand yeah. yes the the matter at hand <laughs> dot expresses concern hey can they win without bob oh that's the other binoms got trapped in the game there, there's always some that kind of get trapped they don't want to be in it yeah. Oh, yeah presumably it's just uh uh binomes and sprites who just live in whatever district the uh the gamecube lands in at and that. can't get out in time yeah yeah or so sector. uh it gets sucked back up into the purple sky and the sky turns blue again with like little clouds mm. yeah and this is the first time uh it shows the viewer it cuts to 
uh i actually sent christopher a screenshot it says game over user wins or the user wins and bob has a perplexing face <laughs> that's yeah. not quite <laughs> horror or disappointment uh cal you should you should post the uh the photo you sent me in the discord chat <laughs> I, I will right now as christopher um tell, explains what his theory that ex of that expression looks so, like so my first reaction was the the expression on uh bob's face he looks like a guy whose weed stash just got taken by cops <laughs> um aiden if you check out <laughs> there it is yeah <laughs> that doesn't look like sorrow or like terror to me <laughs> it was uh no <laughs> that's uh, i love like, that oh man my weed <laughs> oh man <laughs> and it, it cuts bummer. to the bummer man it's not like he's being arrested. It's it's just being confiscated. <laughs> Giga like bummer. Giga bummer. Wow. <laughs> and it's, it's so it cuts back after the cube pulls up to the sector where the game had fallen, and there's a hover ambulance with a siren going and spotlights. Yeah. And as we look at the sector very cleanly, it looks like it completely deleted. Which the term for we learn soon is nullified. Yeah, it looks like it completely deleted a cube chunk. Yeah, of mainframe. It's perfect yeah, little it's, cutout. Yeah, it's just like scorched and. Yeah, it's it, like uh, a perfect kind of like cutout of it, and there's like smoke yeah. coming down up from the ground. And Enzo says the whole sector is nullified offline because they lost they lost the game. And yeah. Bob is all like, "This never would have happened if I hadn't." if i had just done that favor or done megabyte stupid little favor this never would have happened if i had cooperated with that mob boss <laughs> <laughs> that's the spirit bob i i feel yeah, like that, that's that's the lesson to take away from this is just I, I... allow yourself <laughs> to be uh coerced coerced yeah remember always cooperate with terrorists it's not <laughs> you know remember that he stopped you from getting in the game or anything yeah so he goes to like face off against megatron and again i think this is good <laughs> megabyte megabyte this yeah is, dang yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> megabyte this is good because it shows bob that he's not always confident he's still young he's like the new sprite in town as it mentioned earlier and without like kind of dot and the others maybe his like compassion would would get the better the better of him i i've always kind of suspected that mainframe was bob's first like f posting as a full oh -fledged yeah he's guardian. a rookie yeah yeah that's how i feel and she's like wait 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 go talk to fong first <laughs> I love yeah and it cuts to the uh the center it shows i love these shots of um mainframe by the way it's this big circular white and golden orb in the center and the in the print. distance we see like jetson buildings and this like cobra looking red tower the silicon tower <laughs> which is uh we find out shortly is megabytes like layer yeah yeah the silicon tour is that what it's called that's what it's called yeah and yeah, uh christopher uh, yeah the, what are uh, they the, playing the the core of um mainframe where fong lives is called the principal office oh he's in the principal office 
Yeah. <laughs> kids kids can resonate with that. <laughs> Christopher, so he, so he what are they see, doing in here? So he goes to see Fong, and what they do is play Pong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, put 3D, like, in-person, like, tennis Pong. Which I believe they did in the movie Tron. Which Pong with Fong. Pong with Fong. From yeah. Tron. <laughs> uh which uh I, I remember when the show first came out uh and i told my mom about it and my mom was like oh is it like a tron cartoon because i'm like i'm like wow it's this really cool like 3d cartoon like set inside of a computer and she's like oh is it tron and i'm like i don't know what that is because i'm nine <laughs> and no. it's the 90s it's, it's not cooler. 1980 it's not 1982 okay Mom. <laughs> <laughs> so Fong, he's on. He has this like, inner this like rippling like cube energy like around his arms and underneath him, and he's a box. <laughs> yeah, and they little... they these like little like energy boots and gloves that uh, both of them have actually. Yeah, I think uh, they have a... elevate them off of the floor and allow yeah, them like... to kind of slide around. It's pretty They're cool. Slidey, yeah. And I think they both have a weird chip on their head. It's like kind of like beeping. I'm not sure what that that's supposed to do. Maybe sync them up with the hologram that they're interacting with. I'm Probably. Not quite sure. Be. It makes and sense. And when the uh when the the um thing that they're hitting around uh bonks around, it makes this exact same sound effect as Pong. <laughs> yeah, Fong does this little spinny thing. <laughs> spins around in a circle and like wax it to it's it's like playing um air hockey <laughs> against somebody that doesn't know how to play and it just bounces off the side like the sides like 10 10 times as it slows down and goes towards bob but we zoom in on fong and how do i describe his head jeez it's like et's wanna... head almost it's kind of right? yeah that's a good way to put it yeah with some with some morpheus glasses yeah, almost, yeah. Like a, but like angled Morpheus glasses and he's got like a little Fu Manchu <laughs> yeah, almond shaped yeah. eyes yeah yeah I feel like Fong he, is kind of a weird he's Asian. Asian he's an Asian stereotype I don't think it would go over very well nowadays to be perfectly uh, honest I, I don't think it and yes he has an Asian it, accent as it, we find out not really uh, well maybe maybe in the voice yeah but I don't think of the accents there well, he's supposed to seem like sagely and wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he he oh. he kind of he talks in that like Asian master stereotype kind of way as yeah. like the Oh uh, yeah, like I can the, hear it now. Like the guy from the Karate Kid or like even the um the shop owner in Mr. Uh, Miyagi <laughs> in Gremlins who sells uh Billy oh, the yeah. Mogwai. The Mogwai. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he does. Yeah. And like you said, it's not necessarily racist, but I just don't think it would go over well now. Which is no. really sad because like Fong was like one of my favorite characters. That's it's why I like... don't think there's any problem with it. Yeah. I mean, like he he's got he's got the look definitely that they may that they may revamp if they ever came up with it again. But I uh yeah, maybe the voice. I don't know. Uh, Christopher, his um, icon is a gold and black icon that's on his like front shelf thing, but it's actually a yin yang <laughs> shelf thing. It's a drawer, yeah. 
Oh yeah, oh, he, right, he right. pulls so up the, the drawer from <laughs> his like square body, and he takes the chips off of their foreheads and puts it back in the little drawer. And that's when we could see his little icon, and it's a it's actually a yin yang. It's a golden and black yin yang. Yeah. It's not like a. Oh yeah, yeah, I see it now. Yeah, kind of cool. So yeah, there's some customization to their icons, which I think is cool. And he he says, "Oh, you you've beaten me, so you have proven yourself worthy of my advice." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, <laughs> okay." You've beaten me at my favorite game. <laughs> yeah. Which that that right there too is like very much a like kung fu master trope. <laughs> oh, like you must prove yourself oh. to yeah to like be for sure. Yeah, to be to be worthy of my assistance. Yeah, it's very much a kung fu master trope. Yeah. And he so. says to him, Megabyte uh, wants me to do a favor. And then his head, Fong's head, he's quite shorter. And it looks like he rolls around on a ball underneath yeah. his like, shelf. He stretches his head out, kind of creepy. His neck. <laughs> to, his neck, sorry, his skinny little neck. All the way up to Bob. And he says, the command com has tried to erase him at every upgrade. What? So, okay. <laughs> uh, I think we know what that means. Like, I guess um, every time there's been an OS upgrade, it's tried to address this lingering virus, but it's a really difficult one. He even says, but he's a very clever virus. Anytime the... Anytime the uh, the user has updated the system software somehow, he's like tried to get rid of uh, his virus problem, but that uh, but the cat that viral back. That, that viral code just keeps persisting, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a, yeah. it's a toughie. And then he waves his arm like Iron Man, and a whole bunch of vid windows with like random statistics and like pictures of Megatron and like all of his like goons and like the the hover tanks like pop up on these windows, which mm -hmm. I thought was like kind of cool. And he's he asks Bob, what's this favor he's asking? And uh Bob says he he can't say and he, he says, This is this say. is my favorite line. Yeah. He's like, I see. There is an old readme file that says <laughs> you should yeah, keep that. your <laughs> you should keep your friends close and your enemies your enemies closer even closer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like a readme file, eh? <laughs> they they go full, <laughs> and he he looks at Bob and Bob goes mega binary idea. It's known as frenemies.txt. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's like good idea and he has this big huge shit-hitting grin on his face <laughs> and he goes Bob I've seen that look on young sprites before <laughs> don't do anything rash so what does he do he, he, does, he something does something rash, rash. He does something rash. <laughs> yeah. and I love I love when he when he enters the silicon tour and he hits a button it's supposed to be a doorbell but then this vid window pops up, and it's this door knocker, <laughs> and it knocks itself. <laughs> I just yeah. love that. Did you guys notice at the entrance to this like giant, like scary like tower is again this red crest that looks like his his head? Like yeah, his head. Yeah, yeah. 
And also the the button that he presses to bring up this doorbell vid window that rings itself uh, is the same icon that Megabyte has tattooed on his chest. Oh. Yeah, the barrel skull. Yeah. It's... And the, the vid window, we're, we're met with a vid window looking at Bob from an upward angle, and Megabyte is kind of like tapping his fingers. And it says on the screen, uh, Databa- database input imminent, and then in a big red letters, it says terminate, question mark. Ah. And I'm ah. like, is there a cannon pointed at Bob? And he's like lingering his finger over the terminate <laughs> button. <laughs> it's like, eh, no. Yeah. I will let you not two continue. <laughs> not not well, as we find out later, he, he needs Bob. I will let you two continue and I will um disappear for a moment. Okay. Have fun. All right. Uh yeah, take it away, Aiden. Where are we? Uh, sure. Um he enters Silicon Tor. Wait, where are we now? <laughs> He's at um doesn't it cut away? Yeah, it goes back to the uh, to the it goes diner. Goes back to the diner, doesn't it? Yeah, where where uh, Bob or not Bob, uh, Enzo and Dot are talking about some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't remember. What I don't remember either. <laughs> um, I, I watched this a few days ago. Um, uh, I, I... But from there. They yeah they say some bullshit and then uh, we cut back to uh, Bob at the what did you call it the Silicon Tour, the Silicon Tour yeah the T O R, I I believe Fong got hold of Dot somehow, because he was concerned that Bob was going to do something rash, just like they spoke about at the principal office, and. Mm-hmm. They thought, oh, no, he says, uh, where is Bob? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, Fong says he's not with you. And he says, and then Dot, Dot and Enzo go, no. Well, if he's not with you, then he's with Megabyte. And oh, then, yeah, he may be at yeah. Megabyte alone. And they're all like, That's alone? Right. Alone? Yeah. And so, yeah, then we're back. At, yeah, so we're back at the Silicon tour. And... Uh, uh, Bob steps up, is greeted by Megabyte on this elevator platform thing, and Megabyte's like, oh, I'm glad you finally came to your senses, Bob. And Bob's like, oh, you'll have to forgive me. It's taken a while. I'm not from around here, so it's taken me a while to realize the advantages of having a friend like you. Yeah. And Megabyte's that's like, a wise... Yeah, a wise... Yeah. But, but he's saying it in this way that's like very like you can tell he's full of shit he's like he's like oh uh you you'll have to forgive me i'm not from around here it's taken me a while to realize uh the advantages of having a friend friend like you like you yeah yeah just a smirk on his face and they start going down yeah and we Um, we we land in this they land in this uh uh, this big like underground facility and the elevator platform that they were on uh, moves onto this track and goes forward. And we just see Megabyte straight up has like this full, like massive army on either full side on of them. Legion, if you will. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Legion. This full on, full on Legion of, of his, of his cronies and his soldiers and, um, all the tanks are everywhere, and they've all got 
their weapons trained on this what we what we soon to to find what we soon find out is a massive tear yeah there's this uh at the end of this warehouse that has all of these marching uh viral nazis basically yeah uh, <laughs> it's kind of what it reminds me of honestly. Yeah, that's basically what they are yeah uh so there's this big door that opens up and when it opens we're revealed to uh, what's revealed is this big uh as you called it, a tear, which is this blue, like kind of uh, shifting, pulsating orb, orb of energy, yeah. um, and it's uh, uh, it is held, it, it is being held in place by this uh, uh, D twenty looking thing. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a containment field. Yeah. But we soon figure out that Megabyte found that tear, and he needs Bob to make it into a portal. Yeah, so Bob uh, brings up Glitch, and uh, he gets Glitch to analyze it. And yeah. he's like, oh, it's a class 12 tear. Leads directly to the supercomputer. Yeah. Above average volatility. Yeah. And Megabyte's like, you guardians certainly know your tears. Um, and Bob's like, well, that's the idea. And so now we find out what the favor that Megabyte has been teasing this entire episode is. What he needs is he needs Bob to stabilize the tear for him because stabilizing the tear will turn it into a portal directly to the supercomputer and stabilizing tears is something that only guardians can do. Yeah. But Megabyte also mentions that uh, games dropped by users are also able to stabilize tears. Um, but since he's, as he puts it, so much more intimate with Bob than any user, uh, this seems like getting Bob to do it seems like the best way to go. Um, exactly. And Bob's like, well, uh, you want to go to the supercomputer? And he's like, yes. And he's like, well, what about all of these people? Like, uh, pointing, kind of gesturing to his massive legion of, uh, of viral Nazis. And he's like, and Megabyte's like, oh, j you know, just some uh, colleagues to make my visit, shall I say, more comfortable. <laughs> I like the fact that he's like, oh, just some colleagues <laughs> yeah yeah that's really all they are <laughs> i you know it's like just me and some co-workers you know we're just uh yeah. we're just gonna go for a night out out on the town in the supercomputer <laughs> and bob's like uh yeah um uh me stabilize a tear and create a portal so a virus can go straight to the supercomputer i don't think so yeah um yeah. He's like, what uh, what guarantee do I have that you won't uh, raid, won't uh, infect the supercomputer and raid the armory? Which I don't know what the armory is here in this context, but um, so Megabyte, uh, one of his cronies, his colleagues, if you will, <laughs> brings over this case uh, while Bob's back is turned to them. Uh, and Megabyte grabs this big, like, gun-looking thing out of it, and he responds to him. He's like, none, really. 
and he shoots Bob with it. And yeah, that's right. It's like this, uh, like a harness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Bob's like, Oh yeah, that's, that's right. Take advantage of Mr. Nice guy. Uh, and Megabyte's like, we're going to plan B. And he's like, wait, what's plan B? And Megabyte's like, oh, it's quite unpleasant, really. <laughs> uh, so his plan is uh, this, like, harness gun thing that he has uh, Bob strapped to now. Uh, his plan is to shoot him toward the tear. Now, a, a sprite or a binome going into a tear that hasn't been stabilized will just be deleted completely. Yeah. Uh, so by doing this, he's basically forcing Bob to stabilize the tear. It's actually kind of a brilliant... It's, it's a good plan, really. It's forcing yeah. Bob to stabilize the tear. Because if he's shooting him into it, Bob has two options, stabilize the tear or die. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's basically it. So Bob does makes the uh, the predictable choice and stabilizes the tear, uh, and course. gets shot into it. Uh, the tear goes from being this like uh, shifting, kind of pulsating uh, series of blue lights moving around. Uh, it goes from that when it's stabilized. It goes from that into just being this like reflective sphere. Yeah. Uh, and we see into the sphere uh, a bunch of uh, floating platforms with these like green, like cylindrical tube, green and silver cylindrical tubes sticking up. It's like a so network of yeah, network of systems. The supercomputer. The supercomputer. Um. Which I believe, other than watching the intro, this is our first introduction into what the supercomputer actually is. Because I remember watching the show as a kid, and like a lot of it was always the like the supercomputer, the net, the web, like these were always really nebulous things. Yeah. When I was a kid, like I didn't understand what they were exactly. No, I was always wondering what the supercomputer was when I was when I was little. But yeah. um and so, like, the, yeah, sorry, go on. And, and so, like, how is, uh, like, presumably the, the user's computer is just, like, you know, some guy who likes to play computer games every now and then has a yeah. computer, has a computer in his, uh, bedroom. Um, what's its relationship to the supercomputer? Like, how, like, how is that computer on the same network? Is the user, like, is Mainframe actually located in an office somewhere? And the supercomputer is basically the server that all of these other systems are linked to? I'm guessing so, because it comes from the net. So we're, we're dealing with post-internet. Uh, post well, yeah, oh. and this, this was the early days of the internet, too. Yeah. So most people didn't have it in their homes. Yeah, no, exactly. Um... It was all. It was already this this enigma um, that was slowly coming to be. Yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, I. Now that I think about it, I think uh, the user's computer is an office computer at probably a huge office building. 
that makes sense. sense. And the, nerd, the nerd playing ski free or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And the, he's basically just like when his boss isn't around, he's like putting in his like little 3.5 inch floppy of whatever his newest game is instead <laughs> of actually working. And the, that makes uh, sense. Yeah. Why that makes sense? Why the user is so bad at games? <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> and the the supercomputer itself is just the uh, the company's server. And all of the other systems linked to the supercomputer are other uh, cubicle stations. Ah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, this so is something. We're... This is something that I never thought of until just now. So <laughs> we're 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 figuring shit out. So did you uh, continue the the episode, or did yeah. you theorize about some stuff? Uh, we did both. We kept going. We're now at the point where uh, Bob has just stabilized the tear after Megabyte tried to shoot him into it. With his, like, shotgun tether? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you guys continue on from here. I'm going to grab a beer. I will be right back. Alrighty, then. So, so yeah, yeah. He, he just kind of, like, shot Bob at said um hello i'm losing oh. you oh sorry you're cutting in and out yeah one second oh, okay huh i guess the i guess i went too far away from my my little dongle oh i see which is weird because i was the same distance i always was yeah interesting so um what did he say when he like yelled about glitch oh well he stabilized the tear as megabyte was about to shoot him into the tear kind of forcing bob to stabilize it and create a portal so yeah megabyte so he flies through the portal and then megabyte yanks him back and bob kind yeah. of goes what are, you, what are you trying to do erase me megabyte goes if necessary and... Yeah, so what does he yell at Glitch um, to prevent himself from like being torn apart? I forget. Let's see here. Yeah, because he kind of is like, what about these guys? And there's like an army behind him. And he's like, oh, they're uh, colleagues. Yeah. Help make my stay a little more comfortable. Mm -hmm. So he, he wants to get to the supercomputer and take over. Basically, yeah. Also, like Megabyte is like super strong. Yeah. He just picks him up with this like gun like very easily. Oh. Yep. Manhandles Bob around. I think he yells glitch key. And it kind of wraps the the tear and turns it into this mirror like surface rather than this like staticky one. Yeah, it, st it stabilizes the uh the tear into a portal. Yeah, so I guess that's called yeah. a, a key. I guess so. And yeah, I, I, I honestly yeah. forget what he what he yells or what function. Yeah, it's it's he just says glitch key. Oh, okay. Huh. And then he calls it back. He just says glitch, and it kind of comes back and it turns into a normal tear again. Oh, so, of course. Yeah. So yeah, that's why. Know. Yeah, that's why Megabyte has been. I wouldn't necessarily say playing nice, but has been non-lethal 
with his persuasion because he technically needs Bob because he's the only one that can stabilize the tear. Yeah, I had uh, I had mentioned that earlier. Yeah, that's why he hasn't he he's been holding back. I think. Mm-hmm. And hack and slash somehow like grab are like holding dot, and they're like, "Look who we found found trying to sneak in." Yeah, she was starting a riot. <laughs> and Megabyte like, goes over to this big computer and he presses I, some I, buttons. I do like how Bob is all <laughs> like says to Megabyte, he's like, "What are you?" You erase me and megabytes like if necessary if necessary <laughs> <laughs> yeah he doesn't give give it and i was saying to aiden he's just kind of manhandling like bob with ease with one arm he's just like dangling off of his this like tether oh yeah yeah uh megabyte is this like kind of hulking beast of a creature <laughs> yes yes he Compared is I, I really like his pointy xenomorph head so megabyte goes over to this like computer terminal turns something on and it shows like a camera showing the rioters outside and i love this (laughs) one of them is holding a sign and it says smash the solid state (laughs) another one is holding a sign with that like viral symbol the skull viral symbol with like a red x like ghostbusters x going through it and one of them he's a little derpy eyed looking he's holding a sign and it says, the proletariat want bread. <laughs> I'm looking at this now. <laughs> I just love the riot is like three people with signs. Yeah. <laughs> like one's a construction worker. One's no, just a dude. No riot happening at all. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what they thought were riots back in the, the 90s. <laughs> or, in main, or at least in mainframe. Yeah. But I really love the like smash the solid state and the proletariat want bread. (laughs) I'm like, wow. I I don't know. I I I really like that. Bread exists in mainframe. (laughs) (laughs) Smash the solid state. That that's that I find truly funny. That that is funny. Although, did solid state drives even exist at this time? Because I don't. Not that I know. Or if they did, they certainly were in their early stages. Yeah. Because, like, even some computers were uh, recording data on film at this time still. Oh, geez. Yeah, right. Like, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of servers were still, at this time, still using uh, tape film. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that right. True, yeah. too, yeah. Uh, Sony actually only stopped, I think, I remember reading about this, I think it was 2015, 2015 or 2016, they only stopped making uh, server uh, tape, like, around that time, because, because of how film works, like, you could hold an absurd amount of data, computer data, on these big, like, giant cassette tapes, Um, they could hold, like, something insane like uh uh like 10 terabytes on just this like one cassette tape interesting yeah it's crazy but they yeah they only stopped making them like maybe four or five years ago Hmm. yeah i guess they were still in use enough wow yeah old school so there you go yeah you're you're learning something listeners (laughs) i think we're all learning things in this episode i think so yeah 
Yeah. So Bob you know is who, dangling. You know who's not learning things though are these protesters. N- no. And <laughs> and Bob kind of kicks over this big computer terminal when Megabyte turns his head to tell Hack and Slash to lock Dot up. And apparently that's enough to destabilize the containment of the tear. And it yeah, starts they, slowly they, moving around. The D20 containment field. <laughs> yeah. And he just kind of tosses Bob and he's like, stabilize the tear quickly. And it shows a whole bunch of little goons kind of being erased. Just blowing up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Everything's just exploding. just exploding. As the tear kind of just floats over them. Uh, <laughs> As so... the tear floats nearby. And then it looms in on his, it zooms in on, his, on Megabyte's face. And he has this like glare as dot and bob are like being whisked away in that like weird platform that earlier um they had arrived in yeah they're the uh the like platform elevator thing yeah uh so megabyte tries to grab onto the uh the tether that is still connected to bob that's right and so uh dot helps uh get bob out of it I and like that. Meg- she just and- taps a button on the front. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it comes right off. And so Megabyte drops back down. But then uh, we look down into the, uh, the elevator the shaft, into the abyss. And then we see uh, Megabyte just scaling the side of the, ele- scaling up the side of the elevator shaft in a way that actually really reminded me. Like that shot reminded me a lot of. Robocop 2. Um, when Robocop is going up against uh, uh, Robocane in the like big final battle of that film, right. there is a shot exactly like that. Huh. Where the uh, the big like hulking Robocane robot it j- is scaling up in like scaling <laughs> up. I, I think it was even an elevator shaft too, but he's scaling up in a very similar fashion. And RoboCop 2 predates this show by like four years. So could be an homage. I, I, this show is full of those. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm pretty sure it is. It's for the viewer, he's like bounding like a like a dog, but like crawling up the side of the elevator shaft like a xenomorph. And there's like an echoing growling. And it's actually quite scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. In my opinion. And as they reach the top and they turn to get off, he just like stands up like right in front of them. And this is, this is why I like Megabyte. He's like this dapper kind of like mob boss who wants to do things. Um, you know, like the, he, he wants to do things in a certain way that it helps everybody and the least amount of conflict. That's, that's what he claims. Right. But he's yeah. also very feral and animalistic. Mm-hmm. So That's he's true. like a refined monster, and and I really like that. He's a monster with some culture, you know. Yeah, and uh, he lifts his his eyebrow like parts up, and he goes leaving so soon. <laughs> Even though he just like scaled this freaking like elevator shaft, <laughs> like a like a xenomorph. How rude! And then Christopher, or like favorite... Robocan. Or, or like Robocane. And then we get a warning incoming game. Like all of a sudden, again. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and, goes, and Megabyte is, says something along the lines of, like, how fortunate. Yes, he's like, well, <laughs> how convenient. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, yeah. So and the GameCube drops right onto... Uh, uh, right over top of his base. The, the, sil- the Silicon Tour? Is that what right, you called yeah. it, Aiden? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so the GameCube drops right on top of it, <clears> which, like... That is very convenient, as it has been established. Perfectly convenient for Megabyte. Yeah, as it it has been established that in addition to Guardians, GameCubes can stabilize tears. That is correct. So there's two ways to stabilize a tear. Bob, Uh, Bob's glitch, and or the user. Yeah. And Uh, so this is our first time we get to see a game. Yeah, I was actually just going to mention that because, like, the last GameCube that dropped, we never got to see what was actually going on inside. This time, though, this is our first introduction to the concept of a game in this show. That that uh, is correct. And we open in space, and there is this like space aircraft carrier. It's thing. a space aircraft carrier, yeah, and it has yeah. the number forty-two on the front of it. So for those old enough to remember uh, PC gaming in the early to mid 90s, this <laughs> game is basically Wing Commander. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But we it, get to see it from their perspective, which is this big 3D world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, we we're basically in Wing Commander now. <laughs> Why does it have the number 42 in the front? Uh, it's the meaning of life. Maybe, yeah. That actually might be an homage, yeah. Yeah, Probably. that's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, and it shows them. Uh, it shows Bob and Dot standing there near a bunch of ships on the aircraft have... carrier, and yeah, there's and some they... sprite. There's some uh, binomes behind them. Yeah. Did you catch that? Bob either gives like a thumbs up or a hang loose, like hand gesture to the binomes behind them. Kind of like your no, guardians here no. with you guys, and he kind of leans back and he does like a, a hang loose like pinky and thumb gesture. No, I didn't see. No, that. I never them. saw that. <laughs> and they all kind of smile, and then um, together or one by one, uh, they all say reboot, and they tap their icons. And these green cones come over, or sorry, uh, cylinders come over them, and they all change into like like space flight suits. Presumably a recolored version of Bob's shower from the beginning of the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. The little <laughs> cylinder that pops down over them. Yeah. It could totally be. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see a scary red ship come and shoot at the aircraft carrier and blow up some ships. It's the user. Yes. And uh, Bob says something along the lines of, oh, that's the user, but he's not w- who I'm worried about. Where's Megabyte? And as the user pulls around in this red ship, it shows Megabyte just standing there on top of the, like, uh, presumably one of the cannons of the aircraft carrier. And it cuts to the perspective, the first person perspective of the user's ship, this red ship. And Megabyte just like latches onto the front of it. Like I said, he's scary. <laughs> Imagine seeing that in, well, I guess you wouldn't see it in Wing Commander, but in like a video game, you'd be like, oh, you'd like drop your, you'd stumble a little bit. You could Uh, see things like that in in video games nowadays. Yes. (laughs) But definitely not at the time. When I, what? (laughs) 
Yeah, what? Uh, when I was a kid, what? I thought the ship. <laughs> what? <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought the ship was colored like frisket. So I was like, oh, maybe this is frisket's ship. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, that makes it's, sense. It's red and gold. Yeah. <laughs> but it cuts to the user's ship, and there's nobody in the pilot seat. Mm hmm. Yeah, and he just uh, megabyte is on the front of the ship, and he just kind of digs his claws into his his hands into the 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 windshield, and changes yeah. the whole thing like this dark blue, metallic blue, like him and red, and then he does this weird like thing where he morphs into the ship, but his body like reverses. yeah, he kind of like yeah, he kind of like molds through so, it a, a and then. Viral takeover is what they call it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. his Dot, head is just like 180. What, what's he doing? And <laughs> Bob's like, viral takeover. He's infecting the user. Bummer. Yeah, not this, good. This is not good. Now we've got a mega user. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I scoffed, like, laughed at that a little bit. He's like, now we've got a mega user. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Is it like... He was hacked, and the the user all of a sudden is way better. And he's like, "Whoa, I don't even have to touch the controls." Like you'd think <laughs> that, he'd restart the game. <laughs> that feels like something that, like, that was very much a something the writers thought. Like, oh, maybe we this can become a thing later on in the show, and they just completely. It sounds cool. It. Yeah, he's like, like, it's like megabyte the, and a user. It's a mega user. Yeah, but then they're like, no, this is actually dumb. So we're just not going <laughs> to address that ever again. And they're like, look out, he's coming a not uh, he's coming back around. No, he's not. He'll head for the tear. It's a class twelve. So has he mentioned what class the tear is before? He gentlemen? had yeah. did he what is a class twelve? Is it a specific type or is it the size of the tear? Um I'm a little fuzzy on that. Yeah, I uh, I don't know either. I think it's gotta be the size. I'm thinking it's the size. It's big enough to fly a ship into yeah. and march an army into, right? Yeah. Yeah. The the this episode hasn't actually elaborated on what a class twelve means beyond Bob's so. beyond <laughs> beyond Bob saying that it leads directly to the supercomputer. So I assume it being a class twelve just means yeah, it's probably the size and like the strength of it. The strength. Uh, I, I know in in future episodes. Well, they, we, we're not going to talk about the future it, yeah. episodes, right? Okay, fair, fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we learned that there are different tears. And this one's a class 12. And this one goes to the supercomputer. The, and it's bad to let Megabyte reach it. The tears are kind of storm-ish looking. Yeah, like, like they kind of look. Yeah, they kind of look like almost like energy storms in a way. So if you think of like, say, like, a like category five tornado for instance <laughs> is like the biggest and strongest tornado you can possibly have like maybe maybe like classes of terrorists kind of operate in a similar manner yeah, yeah. maybe they they operate in a similar manner class 12 I, being yeah, really big know. i'm just speculating maybe, maybe certain classes are more stable or less stable than others maybe they lead to other places we'll we'll find out Possibly. I wonder if even the writers themselves thought of this. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, no. <laughs> we're, we're giving them, we're giving, uh, we're, we're overthinking this. <laughs> yeah. We're probably thinking about this more than the, <laughs> than the writers. Uh, but to get back to the, the, the game, 
the all of the 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 two sprites, Bob and Dot, and the binomes, they all get in ships, and they fly yeah. off into space in pursuit of uh, Megabyte. And I'm sure there's some Star Wars references going on here that I. <laughs> uh, there are some references here. There are two references. Uh, Aiden, did you pick up on them? Uh, I got at least one about Star Wars. I think someone yelled copy wing leader and it was very, uh, yeah. um, very a new hope esque. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Bob says alpha wing clear of deck proceed heading one, one, three, eight, which is kind of related to Star Wars in a way because of George Lucas's film that he did, uh, I think before Star Wars, called THX 1138. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which is actually what the, like, uh, THX, like, sound thing is named after. Oh. Oh, crazy. Okay. Curious. So remember, a like... hell of a me- reference. Remember back in the 90s when you would watch a VHS tape and you would get that... <laughs> mm- yeah, thing. exactly. <laughs> At the beginning, before the movie, it would have this logo that said THX. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I wondered if that's what it was, but I wasn't wasn't quite sure. And then Bob says a line that... Oh, uh, is it the Aliens reference? It is, yeah. Stay Frosty. I, yeah. Even, like, young me, I got that because I loved the, the Alien series, uh, the franchise, I mean. I had never actually seen Alien, any of the Alien movies, until I was a teenager. So that's that's fair. Less traumatized that way. Weirdly enough, though, I saw like I watched the Predator movies a lot when I was a little kid. Oh, me too. Alien (laughs) and more Predator, actually, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdly enough, I really liked Predator Two when I was a child. We watched my cousins and siblings, and and I watched both of those, and they were different. Like I think Arnold is a better like, like, com like, eighties hero than uh, who was it? Donald Glover? No, Danny Glover or Donald Glover? Donald Glover. <laughs> uh, da- Danny Glover. Those are two very different people, by the way. They not are, only in yeah. age, not only in age, but in different uh, spheres of talent. <laughs> Yes. And Danny Glover, uh, I liked him, though, because he's just kind of like, you know, the I'm two years away from retirement kind of like cop that just wants to like. Although, you know, if they decide to reboot Lethal Weapon, they'll probably cast Donald Glover as Murtaugh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I could kind of see that. Yeah, they, they it would probably be it would be uh Robert Pattinson as Riggs and Donald yeah. Glover as Murtaugh. I I can get behind that. Actually, yeah, now that I say it out loud, I would watch that movie. <laughs> right, right. All right. So this is a uh a Donald Glover <laughs> podcast. I don't know, Aiden, did you watch uh, Aliens or Predator as a kid? Oh jeez. Alien, yeah. Uh Predator, yes. I did. I liked them both. I um it has been a while for me though. Mm. So I didn't so any references I would have gotten like well other than stay frosty yeah I would have gotten them uh, but not um uh, yeah it ha- it has been a while. Mm. 
I well, really like I really like the the stay frosty uh, reference. Um, but speaking of like stay frosty, I guess Mega Bite leads the squadron that's now chasing him into a a, a meteor belt, a, a meteor storm? asteroid asteroid belt, a- asteroid belt, or something like that. Yeah. And it's very weird. I know video games and movies and stuff like to depict asteroid rings or belts as being very dense but child me was very interested in space <laughs> and even like young me i was like the 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 uh dispersion of asteroids would not be that dense i assure you <laughs> like there's suddenly like nothing 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 open space and then just this wall of like densely packed there is oh, a yes. there is a shot uh in this sequence of asteroids of uh, 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 Reboot Squadron. What do we call them? <laughs> yeah. Re- yeah, the Reboot Squadron uh, dodging a asteroid and like zipping around one by like all in formation. Pulling, pulling sweet stunts. That is straight like loopy loops. I like that is straight up a shot from Star Wars. Yeah. It even reminds me of a level in uh, Star Fox. I, there's, pretty, there's always a level where you're like flying through. <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty sure like the this exact shot is an homage to something from Star Wars. Oh, it 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 probably is. There's like a lot camera of angle and here. everything. <laughs> yeah. And uh what happens? Oh, some of them are like exploding and being just flat out destroyed. Now, we don't know this until the, the end of the episode, but like when you're destroyed, like what what happens if you're just watching this for the first time? Like, are you dead? Can you die in the games? <laughs> right? Like, that's kind of scary. Yeah. And some of them behind him, like, hit the the asteroids and just explode. And he has this kind of, like, little, um, like, scanner thing on one of his monitors. And it says, boop, 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 boop. And then shows some of the binomes getting destroyed. Can you imagine the just utter disappointment of like going into a game, but like and being like, "Oh, hey, there's a guardian here. We'll be fine," and then just dying anyway. But from like <laughs> not enemies or anything, you just smash into an asteroid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a guardian here. Woo, we'll be okay, and then you die. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we find out at the end of this episode that if the user doesn't win. And so, like the the guardian or the sprites or the if mainframe wins, essentially, um, nobody dies. Everybody survives. Mm-hmm. Which, like I said, at this point, it's very scary. But like, oh, okay, so you're just kind of like in, um, uh, what's it called? You're 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 just observing the the game <laughs> in the ether uh, while you watch the rest of your buddies like attempt to beat the game. It's like when you get killed in Unreal Tournament. <laughs> and then you can just like you could follow you could just players. like chase you could just chase Cam like various <laughs> different players. Maybe he purposely smashed into that so he could just um follow Bob. He's like, "Yeah, I'm just setting this one out, guys." Yeah. I barely know what I'm doing. We lost Alpha 4 and then this is the first time it showed it. Bob 
catches himself unawares and there's a giant asteroid in front of him and he hits a button and a purple laser like burns this big like tunnel right through the the asteroid and he smugly says that was easy enough and dot kind of does her stereotypical like half smirk and like head shake and uh apparently because remember when we entered the game it fell over the the I can't remember what his base is called. Megabyte space. Silicon tour. Silicon tour. So as he's flying, there's another like kind of um, ship, like giant like aircraft carrier type thing or a warship or something. And it's colored like he is. And he says over the intercom, erase those meddlers following me. So presumably all of his kind of like minions, they rebooted as well and they're in control of this other like warship in space it's got like tons of missiles and like um like cannons and stuff on it so i found that was kind of interesting you could just bring a legion of followers in with you well i mean remember the the gamecube dropped right onto uh the silicon tour so all of megabytes uh uh legion legionnaires if you will <laughs> that's right they were just there so i mean in the game like of course they're just they're still going to be legionnaires and follow him which is kind of cool and then there's kind of a, another star wars mini scene where they fly around and get blasted by the ship and i really like the animation for and then they fly down and then they fly down to hoth Yep, they they blow up the ship with ease. They just like fly over it and shoot it a few times and it just blows up and they fly down to Hoth. Hmm. <laughs> Flying through that tunnel. Yeah, they, they kind of go through an ice tunnel. Yeah. And there's only like what, three people following Bob and Dot at this point? Uh yeah, I think so. Most of them are all gone. Exactly three. Yeah. I'm looking at oh. it right now. And there, Bob's going to take him out with like a lock on, but I guess Megabyte bl- blows up some like charge or something like that behind him, and the tunnel starts to collapse, and it it takes out everyone except Bob and Dot. So they fly into this big like ice chamber, and their maneuvers here literally remind me of Star Fox because of how basic they are. Mm-hmm. Like um, Megabyte does like a, a barrel roll. And oh, it comes yeah. up behind Bob, and he's like, "Time to shut you down, Bob." And um, Dot's Bob, like, he's on your tail. Uh, Bob shoots a missile at Megabyte's ship because he's like tailing behind him. He shoots a missile at Megabyte's ship, yeah, and blows it up. But like, it doesn't even explode; it just gets vaporized. And then there's kind of, Meg, yeah. and there's Megabyte, just like floating in the just suspended in the air and he flies back and lands yeah. on uh Bob's ship um and this is scary because Bob blows him up and he's like too cool and megabyte just lands on his ship and pulls the like the the windshield thing back yeah Pulls the Winfield thing back, and he says, um, what did he say to Bob? Um, we could have been great That's if it. you had worked together. 
yeah, join me in the supercomputer. And Bob's all like, I'd rather be erased. And Megabyte's like, your choice. And then he extends his claws out and kind of falls off the ship, but cuts off one of the wings in the process. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that before he... um, Because he, he's like, you don't have to fight me, Bob. Think about it. Like, he's trying. he's still trying to team up with him at this point. And he's like, I'd rather be erased. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so he Bob, so Bob crashes. Uh, Megabyte lands on the ground in front of the tear, which has now been stabilized as a portal by the game. Too. Yeah, the the wing that came off Bob's ship hits Dot's ship. Dot oh, explodes, yeah. and Dot kind of goes flying through the air, and Megabyte catches her by accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So we don't see what happens to her because Megabyte lands, and as he's doing like this speech. Yeah, his speech is like, you had your chance to join me, Bob, but now I will... In fact, uh, the supercomputer. The supercomputer and yeah. return to crash mainframe. Yeah, <laughs> and return to crash mainframe. And then Dot, out of nowhere, as and he's he, like, yeah, he, he's, he's pounding got, like, his chest and he has his oh, arms up in the he's air. He's got like his arms That's up right. in the air in like a like <laughs> comical like supervillain pose. <laughs> yeah, and then Dot just happens to land. Uh, she's kind of looking curvy in this shot, by the way. She's wearing like white and gold heels, and just saying, it's it's a good yeah, it's a good yeah. angle. <laughs> you know why? Uh, I was mentioning earlier about ABC and censorship. The reason why Dot has a uniboob is because uh, ABC complained that she was too sexual, like she was too sexual of a character. Well, it's interesting. I. I... I never thought she had a uniboob. I think that's just how like a tight shirt goes over one's chest, right? Yeah, like, it doesn't outline. It doesn't outline each individual part uh, of the chest. I uh, pretending it's 1994. I'm not going to say anything else. But <laughs> her design, um, may, her design may change. <laughs> um, it's it's interesting in the uh, shot that is at like about the four minute mark. Megabytes like holding her, and it it outlines her butt, which is uh, oddly shapely. <laughs> and she's like, "Just <laughs> thought I'd drop in." <laughs> like, what else do you say? He can like rip you in half, right? And I love his like reaction. He just like tosses her to the side, or drops her <laughs> or something. He just goes oh, and like throws her on the ground. Yeah, yeah he just like <laughs> lets her down. He just like drops her with this like frustrated shrug. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he accidentally just like supervillain saved her. And Bob goes um, on a, he says glitch a zipline. Yeah. And a zipline appears because he was attached to the ceiling with like an anchor and he flies um, across this ice chamber. Again, Megabyte, I understand that you're a classic villain and you need to give a speech, but you could have gotten, you could have beaten Bob twice to the portal. <laughs> yeah. So Bob flies into it. And this is curious. I was going to ask you, Christopher, how come the game ends as soon as Bob flies into the, um, the I was literally tear? just thinking that. <laughs> You too? <laughs> yeah. So the so the the tear apparently uh this portal has become somehow become the ultimate objective of Wing Commander. Right. Like why? So the like, game immediately ends. 
Yeah. And it's like game over. But like, so what was what was the goal of the game? What would the goal of the game be if this tear wasn't a thing? Here's kind of what I think. Uh, again, we are thinking about this way more than the writers did. Okay. <laughs> because the user was a mega user, he was infected. The game at that point was won by mainframe. Right? The user was was stopped. But the game only continued because there was a virus in the game trying to reach that tear. That's funny. I was just going to say that. And because Bob beat him there and um, presumably did something to uh, destabilize the, the tear once he had, after he had entered, there was no, nothing holding like, the game in this like, stasis. And then the game just ends. That's that's again. We are thinking about this more than anyone has or ever will <laughs> think about. But yeah, I just think it's because they had already won, and the only thing that was like keeping the game open was this like uh, portal, the stabilized tear. And that since Bob sense. beat him to it, he could close it from the the other side, which is the supercomputer, and then the game would just end. But what would happen if there was no guardian? In the game, though, would the guess... would, would the user just be like stuck, like unable to end this game for all? Unable to like control alt delete the, <laughs> the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? He goes down to hard reset the computer, and like that's not even working. <laughs> he like rips the power. Power. He's like frantically. Out. He's like frantically trying to get out of the game before his boss shows up. <laughs> and he's like ripping the the power out of like the the tower of his computer and that's not even working he's like oh man not again <laughs> <laughs> and his boss just shows up and leans over his cubicle with a coffee cup and he's just like yeah <laughs> but i told you to stop playing those games on the job there but <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to get you to uh close that game down for me there buddy <laughs> and then he's just like nope not gonna do it <laughs> but <laughs> to get back into uh mainframe immediately the purple cube boom disappears into the the sky and we're met with a megabyte looking at the unstable tear and and there's a like like you said christopher it's kind of like a storm it's crackling there's like beams of light coming out of it it, it kind of looks dangerous Mm-hmm. And he's talking to nobody here, maybe to Dot. And he's Megabyte is like, "You want to see how much I hate to lose?" And there's only Dot there, and he like extends his like talons, his fingernail talons. He's claws. done that a couple times, yes, claws. Yeah, yeah. And then the uh, the tear from behind Tendrils, Dot, if you will, <laughs> the 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 tear behind Dot, it once again becomes like a mirror like portal showing the the supercomputer and a golden like sparkly door appears much like the key he used earlier to make the circular door and bob just walks through and he goes i'm back <laughs> and then his glitch it definitely like, had a golden key look to it or a golden <laughs> ticket look to it the golden yes yes it does it's all foily and and then glitch kind of like goes up and envelopes the the portal and it just disappears 
Mm. Much much to Megabyte's uh, chagrin. Chagrin? Yes. Chagrin. Yeah. And he's... See, we're learning how to pronounce things. <laughs> and... Megabyte ain't pleased. And he's like, what? What happened to the tear? And Bob is like, just a little thing I picked up while I was in the supercomputer. Like these two. And they're like golden snitches. Like golden balls hovering in front of him and Dot. And he's like, what are they? You'll see. Or maybe you won't. And they like shoot like little gold raindrops over Bob and Dot and they disappear. So they they seemingly teleport by way of ball glitter. <laughs> uh, and and then Megabyte comes to the logical conclusion: it must have been a return command. They've gone yeah, back to go. the diner, and he runs off. And then you hear we don't see anything. You hear Bob's voice. The camera tilts to where they were, and Bob goes, "Hidden file commands. You gotta love them." <laughs> so they they didn't teleport he just yeah turned them invisible yep. hidden file <laughs> now interesting even though it had only been like 10 seconds it seems like bob had spent more time in the supercomputer than that and remember how we told we were talking about how time moves differently mm -hmm. it seemed like he he'd have to have spent more than the 10 15 seconds higher on, clock speed right yeah, like it yeah. seems like he spent like I don't know minutes or an hour or something there, like getting this this these uh hidden file command. Because it's not it's not like he was flustered when he came back. Oh, sorry, I came. Sorry, I took so long. You know, he just kind of showed up and as if no time had passed at all. Yeah, and yeah, the show, yeah. but he has the this this stuff. Yeah, so yeah, it's exactly. kind of intriguing. Yeah. What do you think, Christopher? You think there was some time shenanigans? I think uh, time probably moves uh, the way the characters perceive it in the supercomputer. I'm sure time probably moves more slowly, but it's actually that time moves even faster. Yes. Kind of like the, yeah. the, the, like the visual cue of like, say, when you're watching the Flash run at super speed uh, yes. in justice league like when we when we see things from his perspective everything looks like slow motion but it's, it's actually not moving but it's but it's actually because he's moving so quickly i yeah, think that's so, probably how time probably works in the supercomputer as well that's what because, i was thinking because the supercomputer would be uh way more powerful than this uh you know random users like office cubicle <laughs> pc <laughs> which hasn't been updated in like 10 years either yeah and that explains also why, like Aiden was saying earlier, it's the speed, right? Like yeah, the supercomputer's yeah. faster. And to what you two were talking about, it's the server, right? He goes to the server directly to the source. And yeah, so he could have spent like in his perception an hour like shopping around. And because he, he said the supercomputer has an impressive armory yeah. of gadgets. So yeah, and that's never, I mentioned that earlier because that's never really elaborated on. No, but and it's it's that's a good mystery. Like I don't want to be shown the the supercomputer not not yet, right? Right. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very interesting. Again, I think Megabyte holds back too much because it cuts to Enzo in the diner talking to to Bob and Dot, and yeah. he's explaining to them once 
um, Megabyte's goons were convinced that you and Bob weren't at the diner, Megabyte and his kludge boys split. So they didn't mess the place up. They were, they just were like, oh, I guess they're not here, and they left. <laughs> what is kludge boys? K-L-U-D-G-E. I have no <laughs> earthly idea. <laughs> Cludge, an ill-assorted collection of parts assembled to fulfill a particular purpose. Oh, oh, I guess that, that's really that accurate. Is, yeah, that's a very uh, interesting word. I'm going to use. <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow, I'm I'm amazed at how well they they introduce all of this new vocabulary on yeah, the show. No kidding. And or so many, they reuse so many computer. Yeah. So many of it goes right over your head too. You have to go back and watch everything again like we are doing and dissecting exactly <laughs> the episode and, and even uh, went over my head re-watching it for this podcast so <laughs> i was watching it and i'm like clutch boys because again i'm watching the the dvd with uh the subtitles and i'm like it's clutch like hyphen boys and i'm like clutch boys <laughs> what <laughs> good to know and doc turns it's... to it sounds like it could be the name of like a uh, uh, a British punk band from like the eighties. <laughs> Megabyte and the Cludge Boys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Is that our band? <laughs> Megabyte and the Cludge Boys. <laughs> I think it is. Oh, now. That's good. Uh, I need to remember that. I'm actually writing that down on my <laughs> phone. <laughs> and yeah, it ends with uh, them chilling in the the diner. Looks like it's kind of all cleaned up. And Bob says, or sorry, Dot says, you know, Bob, Megabyte will never forgive you for this. As if Bot, he was a good person anyway. Scene, I'm actually impressed at the uh, depth of field effect that's going on. So if you look in I... the background, uh, everything is actually quite blurry. Yeah. Um, I wondered if that was a depth of field or if like the windows are frosty. No, I think it's depth of field. Cool. I think they pulled that off really well. Which is kind of impressive for, you know, 1994. Yes. And, oh, I'm just noticing now Enzo has a yo-yo attached to his belt. Yes, he does. Now, a cool thing that 90s kids like is skateboarding and rollerblading. So I appreciate the use of elbow and knee pads <laughs> in the show. Uh, yeah. Safety Enzo first. has like yellow and black knee pads and, and elbow pads and like shoulder pads. Yeah. And I think Bob has just knee pads. And shoulder pads. Oh, yeah. Kind of like weird strappy like he's got like some weird chest armor too torso's yeah. exposed yeah the the fleshy gooey bits the weak yeah. spot is exposed it's like a gladiator <laughs> <laughs> a little <laughs> yeah yeah so he's got, so bob, he's got knee pads too doesn't he so bob is russell yeah. crow is what you're saying yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> some... <laughs> cocky australian guy his name is Maximus. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it kind of, uh, they're like, oh, so what was it like in the supercomputer? And he says, oh, it was like pleasant. It was nice to visit, but it sure is good to be home. Yeah, and he's like, 
he's like, oh, it's got lots of, it's got more RAM, higher capacity. <laughs> this is kind of like, oh, it's so much better than this place. But I like, love it here. This place sucks, but I mean, I'm getting paid to, I'm stationed here, so. Yeah. <laughs> this place sucks, but you know, you guys are kind of cool, so. You guys are cool. And, it, it, and I think the episode ends with Cecil, like, freaking out again. <laughs> I do not He's get like, paid enough for this. <laughs> clean up is not my function. <laughs> oh, and uh, then yeah. it shows, like, the diner, like, letters, like, all fall just, apart. and Everything is just crumbling, yeah. Yeah, the roof, like. The roof caves in. <laughs> the roof caves in. Yeah. And then, like, the, the, the sign that was holding up all the letters just falls back in this very, like, <laughs> comical fashion. <laughs> Poor Dot's Diner. All the cheesy sound effects that come along with it. It's great. Yeah, very cartoony, like oh, Boing yeah. Bong. Like plunk. they like see, yeah. Very like, Nickelodeon. <laughs> very. Uh yeah. That's episode one. That's episode yeah. one, boys and girls. So that yeah, that was uh season one, episode one, the tearing of reboot. Uh is there anything uh, Aiden, is there anything more you would like to say about this episode? Uh, I think this was a great start. It was a really good pilot, I think, to um, to the whole series. Uh, because you get to meet everybody, and you get to see everybody, maybe except for a few characters that get introduced later. But I just think it's a, it's a very good all-around storytelling of exactly who's who, and what their function is, and uh, how everyone's brilliant and yet everyone's flawed at the same time. And it's just kind of, you know, if I'm going to get really, really deep about it, I just think it's uh, it's very, it's not just uh, fantastical. It's very human as well. Real quick, I will say, Cal, your thoughts on the episode? My thoughts on the episode? It's it's a treat. It's like, a I, I really enjoy it. It's a, it's a good opener. Like, it's impossible to see that as a pitch or a trailer and not want to watch the rest of it. Yeah, it's a good introduction to the world. Yeah, I, I don't think I have anything really more to say about it. So uh, yeah, we got to get out of here. Thanks very much to everyone who has listened to this. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We will be back next week with the second episode of Reboot racing the clock and until then i've been one of your hosts christopher siege i am one of your other hosts cal and i'm the third host aiden and until next week game over stay frosty reboot <laughs> reboot will return after these messages